You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. And welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show where, after having a tough week at work, I'm here uh, talking about the thing that I love, and that's professional wrestling. I'm joined by another thing that I love, uh, my cats. They're somewhere. Um, uh, oh, I saw and one walk by. Some of them walked by, and then I'm also joined here by another thing that I love, Scotty Wrestling. Scotty. Hey, that's me. Hey, hey, how you doing, everybody? Uh, we got a big week here. Uh, this is probably one of my more exciting weeks in a while. I mean, next week's WrestleMania week preview. Yeah. Uh, but we are starting that early this week because, by God, Kenny Omega. <laughs> so, uh, there's a lot of wrestling to talk about. Um, so we're kind of kicking it off here um, because we didn't want to do four hours of a show next week. <laughs> which we easily uh, which- probably could have. I don't know about yeah, easily, we, de- we definitely could have. It's just you know, this we have lives, um, so it's very exciting times. Very exciting times, and happy to be here. Happy to talk wrestling. This is one of the things that I look forward to every single weekend. And uh, let's do it. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. You already talked about. We're going to talk about the. WrestleMania weekend stuff, you know, some of the indie stuff, you know, not obviously not WrestleMania. Um, Ring of Honor. I don't, yeah, I don't know if we'll, wa- well, there's nothing really to talk about for Ring of Honor yet. It feels like we'll get those announcements. They did the announce next week. the tag title match. They did. That's true. But I feel like we'll Learned still get that. more announcements and we'll have more to yeah. discuss next week. Next week. Uh, yeah. But we're going to discuss, you know, go through, talk about some of the indie stuff that we're interested in. We're also going to talk about Stardom World Climax, both night one and night two. Preview that shows. Pretty much the only reason I'm here. Uh, New Japan <laughs> Cup night seven to eleven. That's right, Slurpee season, baby. Was today eleven? Today was twelve. This morning was twelve. Oh, so we're just gonna act like it didn't happen. You know it. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> and we got some news, of course. And we got some news, of course, to start off the day. Oh. Um. So yeah. So let's. Uh. I mean, should we just start off with? The, I mean, I will. I honestly want to ask this question, Scotty. Do you do anything? So St. Patrick's Day was this past. Thursday, I think. Do you yeah. do anything for yeah. St. Patrick's Day? Since I'm also wearing I green, on ironically, I am. I couldn't be less Irish. So no. <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't be less Irish. He says. I'm just giving you the truth. I am not at all Irish. So St. Patrick's Day, and I don't really drink too much. So mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day just kind of jumps right over my head i don't consider it any big thing um i went to work this week and everyone was wearing green and happy and i was like what i miss <laughs> do you do i like you... i was ahead. like did the celtics do good because you know <laughs> <laughs> and uh i was met with hearty har har type laughs so mm-hmm. you know it is what it is i i i've always grown up in like the similar vein of I mean, growing up, I thought I was like pretty much Polish and German. So like, you know, St. Patty Day was nothing. Come to find out my dad takes a 23andMe thing and we're uh, like, he's like 4% German. 
uh and we're and we're then you know ultimately your classic whites of you know british irish and scottish so apparently i'm i'm, I'm irish i sh- should be celebrating uh say patty's day but for me growing up it's always been like that you know that holiday where everyone grew- wears is forced to wear green or else i'm gonna be attacked by a bunch of crabs aka pinchers well good news i didn't wear green so i completely forgot uh you want to hear a fun fact? Sure. Yeah. Do you know WWE shop used to sell a replica hornswoggle hat? <laughs> and how many of those do you have? I have zero, unfortunately. But I just wanted to tell you, they also used to sell uh, replica Stardust masks. Mm. So Stardust masks. So you're saying that potentially. So they, used to, so they pretty much sold a mask that has a star on it. <laughs> So you're, that was about it. You're saying that like potentially they're just gonna go into the warehouse and be like, "Hey, we got a couple of these other ones. Do you want to put them back on the put them back on the website?" Yeah, yeah. Not that I was not trying to uh, get us to the next subject, but I definitely was. That's fair. <laughs> well, uh, before we get to that Cody Rhodes topic, oh, right? yes. I think it's more important Rest that we peace. talk about Scott Hall. Scott Hall passed away earlier this week. Um, obviously. Uh, breaking news midway through our show last week that yeah was. yeah last week we're doing the show and we're hearing that scott hall uh had like what what we, it was three heart attacks and then put into uh not, what's the word not intensive care um life support life support yeah that's that's it um but yeah scott hall has passed away obviously uh a pretty in, important figure in terms of the history of professional wrestling i say obviously that he you know never like you know he never a world champion and and right. you know i you know there's probably a handful of matches that people can point you to to you know to watch that scott hall and most of them are ladder matches with Shawn michaels um which is not a bad thing those are great, <laughs> those are great matches um but in terms of just uh uh being on the ground floor of like movements that it always seems to weirdly point back to Scott Hall in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my friend about this actually earlier this week because he's, you know, in and out of wrestling for the most part. He, uh, he watched WWE. Like we watched like last year we watched WrestleMania day one together. Yeah. Um, You know, WWE's, certain practices over the past year has made him feel differently but uh we were talking about razor ramon scott hall and we were saying i don't understand how he never won a world title he had the size he had the charisma he had everything you would want in a world champion right Mm -hmm. so it'll never be uh i'll never understand why he never got the big one um and he'll probably go down as, you know, if you think of all the retired wrestlers that never won a world title, him and Piper, of course, might be one and two in that conversation, at least in terms of legacy wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Scott Hall, I think a lot of people have come out to appreciate more and more this week, um, not just because of his death, but really when someone comes into the light that, is from the older generation you kind of just realized how impressive he was but also how important he was he might be the most important non-world champion wrestler 
we've seen in wrestling. You know, he was the guy that went to WCW and kicked off that NWO angle mm-hmm. that changed wrestling forever. Yeah. Uh, he had that promo, um, you know, the classic hey yo, and then so on and so the, forth. The survey and, and the, stuff. Yeah. And I will always remember for me, like my favorite Scott Hall moment of all time is his Hall of Fame speech. Actually, I think it's just the best ever. Of course, he finishes with bad guys. Uh, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. I think, and they just uh, WWE just released a shirt with that mm-hmm. on it, um, which you know, of course, they're going to do. But it's actually like a decent shirt made by WWE. So shout out to them, I guess. Uh, and it's just so sad. Um, I think we all saw the Kevin Nash post really first. That's really what kind of told us, okay, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna go well. Uh, no. This is unfortunately not looking good. And that was heartbreaking because, listen, I'm someone that I never, I was never like a when it comes to Kevin Nash and pro wrestling. I'm not gonna say I'm a Kevin Nash fan, but Kevin Nash <laughs> outside of pro wrestling. I've really learned to respect and, you know, I listened to his stone cold interview, um, uh, the broken skull sessions. And I really gained respect all through that because he was about making money and helping everyone long-term. And that's exactly what he did. But, uh, man, listening to reading that was heartbreaking just Mm -hmm. because you know how close they were. And it does sound like COVID is pretty much the reason a lot of this happened, unfortunately, and it's such a shame. Uh, rest in peace to Scott Hall. He'll be, he is, he is a true legend in the industry and he will be remembered forever. Yeah. Uh, completely agree. It, it's, you know, we talk about like influential, you know, the guy that is, that shows up is pretty much the person that jump starts the Monday night wars. You know, it's, it was always kind of simmering on its surface and wasn't really until Scott Hall showed up on WCW that things started to really kick off. And, you know, you get that, you get this whole weird story about uh, how he's the guy pitching the crow sting to sting. Yeah. Um, which <laughs> wrestling observer had a, a nice little <laughs> revision to that story, which is <laughs> very funny to me. Uh, that apparently, apparently, it's not because he just saw the movie. It was because there was some some female that wore it during wore the makeup during sex, and then Scott Hall's like, "Sting should do that as a gimmick." <laughs> <laughs> Which I, oh man, one of a kind. But like he, you know, I, you know, he, like I said, it's like there's never he. There, I can't really like you know. I didn't grow up watching you know wrestling. Obviously, right. you know, I was born in '96. You know, I'm a young, young person at 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 the best. So '96, you know, that's when he's in his prime when he's wrestling. So it's not like I'm watching yeah. Scott Hall when I'm zero. So, uh, but I'm I did a lot of like rewatching of Scott Hall stuff. Obviously, I you know I watched the one two three kid match where. Uh, you know, he's, you know, he's doing the moves, but then puts over Sean, what eventually became X-Pac Sean Waltman, a uh, longtime friend. I watched that, that, that YouTube video that went around for a bit. That was, a uh, uh, Scott Hall versus Japanese young boy, um, with him <laughs> doing basically the same exact thing with Hiroshi Tanahashi when he was a young lion, um, which yeah. Tanahashi, Tanahashi had a good about. message this week, which was really cool. Um, 
Ah, that was that that well, that was one of the things I think this week that really got me, just like the way he talked about it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'll let you keep going. Um obviously there's the ladder matches with Shawn Michaels, yeah. the whole the whole intercontinental disputed intercontinental championship bout at uh at WrestleMania. Um mm-hmm. Uh, that was, you know, obviously it doesn't really hold up now, obviously, because, you know, nowadays you have guys doing insane flips off of ladders. Um, I think it holds up if you go into it knowing, mm-hmm. like, it, realizing what you're going into. You're going into the pretty much the the benchmark, the the beginning of a lot of ladder matches. And it's real. I watched it last year actually and it's just it's really good it right it's really good because it's just such a different dynamic from what we see in ladder matches now we we have to see the big bumps and yeah so on and the flips and the crazy moves it was very it was a lot more basic back then but it's really it's a wrestling match with a ladder that's what that is oh yeah it's not a ladder match it's a wrestling match with a ladder uh, and then uh, even like think like a week or two ago, I watched that um, the Scott Hall, who was the tag teams? I want to say it was Scott Hall and X-Pac or one, two, three kid, I guess. Oh, versus Diesel and Sean. Yeah, the action. I watched the action that zone this week tag. too. What do you think yeah. of it? What do you think of it? I thought it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Uh, Everyone was like saying, "Go watch it," and I was like, "Okay." I'm like, "You've got to like dig deep on Peacock to find it. You got to go under like Shawn Michael hits mm-hmm. from 1995 or something mm-hmm. just to get to it." But it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Very. It, it was. It was. You know, we, we like I said, the ladder match. You know, you have to contextualize it in the time and do all this other stuff. Yeah. But the the that action zone tag like i could see that right now i could see it today i can see that happening like, that match is that tag match is just so ahead of its time for 1994 you know yeah. uh and that was just like fantastic to watch but you know yeah he's you know he's somebody that you know you know he didn't always, always do it all the time but you know i i put over young talent when he knew it was time to put over young talent he's a guy that you know, yeah, he you never he never got the world title, but what that makes him is you know one of like the ultimate uh, upper mid carders, you know yeah. the guy that can challenge. You know, you know, you know. I I would put him you know put him in the same breath of as like the ultimate mid card group of like him, Ishii maybe. Um, I, I feel like Pac to to a certain example right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody that is like can easily be a reputable challenger for a world title when you think, yeah, why hasn't he, why haven't they gotten a world title yet? Um, right. And, and go, go on and put on great matches. Um, Ishii less so, I guess, because, you know, it doesn't, you know, that's just the style of new Japan, but great uh, aura, great promo work, you know, like there's these, these groups of guys that just like, you know, they're just, you know, they just have this aura and that's, Ultimately, what Scott Hall was is just, especially when he eventually came to WCW. I mean, name name me a a classic WCW Scott Hall match besides you know the bash at the beach angle. Um, 
the guy was ultimately yeah. Aura, and you can get that from every single GIF that comes out of <laughs> that comes on on the Twitter. True. That the it's famous true. one of the of the fan being so mad, chucking a soda into the ring, hitting Scott on the back of the head without wincing one bit. He's just finishes his promo, slicks his hair back, wipes the soda off, is like, yeah, whatever, man. And it's yeah. like, if you're that fan that's like, ah, yeah, I nailed him. Wait, what is he doing? Ah, shit, he's even cooler now. <laughs> God dang it. Um, yeah. And it's just that aura that Scott Hall exudes. Like, you know, everyone's been saying it all week that there's nobody else that that is as cool as Scott Hall. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's a good uh, way to remember him, right? Uh, I saw some people trying to bring up his past demons, and I thought that was just ridiculous, which, you know, someone always does with these sort of things. But remembering him as one of the coolest wrestlers of all time, a guy that pretty much helped in a lot of ways was a trailblazer of sorts in wrestling. He was He was important in a lot of ways. Without him, the NWO doesn't happen. Without him... The Monday Night Wars don't happen. Without him, who knows where wrestling is today, right? Does and the does the Madison Square Garden uh curtain call happen? Right. Like that's a big moment. I think a lot of people forget about that uh because of you know the NWO stuff, but he will go down in history as a true legend of the game, and I think uh that's why you saw it this week. A lot of people remembered him. Uh, new, new wrestlers, old wrestlers. It was everyone that came out for him. So, uh, rest in peace to Scott Hall, and uh, you know, hope, hope, uh, hope his family and all that's doing well. Friends too, of course. I know we kind of joked about it last week, but do you think WWE that T-shirt that they put out? Do you think any of that? Any of that money is going to the his family? Uh, probably not. Where's, where's I, think I, I think I have a better shot of going to DDP. What is where's where where's Mark Pickering complaining about that one? About that shirt? Make a good point. Make a good point. <laughs> Come on, Mark. Where are you? Um, let's move on. Uh, uh, speaking about a Japanese promotion, so let's talk about this AEW. Through Christopher Daniels oh. announced this morning. This is a surprise topic that I didn't I didn't tell Scotty before the show, uh, but I knew he had a thought on it. Uh, I don't know yeah, if you heard I mean, about it. Uh, I saw it. I I witnessed it on Twitter live. I wasn't watching it anymore at mm-hmm. the time. Uh, AEW announced through Christopher Daniels uh, that they have uh, DDT and AEW have reached somewhat of a partnership. Jude, what are you doing? Somewhat of a partnership with at least acknowledging that DDT talent will be heading to AEW at some point in the future. Um, I believe they said talent trading. Did they? Did, was that the word? I I, I heard DDT talent said. going to AEW. I didn't heard the opposite. Let me see if I can. It find sounds it like it'll be mostly DDT talent going to AEW, but um, I think there's definitely. Well, we already saw Michael Nakazawa on that show so that's true they'll probably be sending people and uh can i can i give my thoughts on it now or uh so the ddt partnership listen okay it's not the new japan one like the new japan one will be aw's most important partnership but i think the ddt one is going to go a long way 
in their already working relationship with cyber fight promotions of course they work with tjpw hikaru shida was just on their major show this past weekend as i said michael nakazawa was there on ddt but this shouldn't come too much as a shock uh if anyone knows kenny omega his before going to new japan a lot of his best moments are from ddt and if you thought those relationships ended, you're absolutely out of your mind. He's very excited about it. He was hyping up the show last night. Mm-hmm. He was hyping up both shows. And we've seen Kanosuke Takeshita mm-hmm. on AEW pro- in before. And I said this when people were like freaking out about the announcement. I was like, listen, that wasn't on like that wasn't on accident. Yeah. To catch to catch their ace. <laughs> like that doesn't just happen. Like clearly this was always in the makings, I think. It was just a matter of when can we do it. Yeah. Right. This when is more so just forward? a formal announcement. Yeah. And you know, COVID kind of ruined a lot of that, I'm sure, of you know, exchanging talent and whatnot. But this is exciting if you're bringing in, you know, their best of the best. You know, I don't think Tony Khan is going to be bringing in the comedy side. Unfortunately, for those who might want that, I don't. Uh, but you're going to see probably a Takeshita who is, mm-hmm. you know, one of the best in the world today. You're going to see a Junakiyama probably, which is just crazy to think about. You know, I, everyone was like, all right, give me June Akiyama versus Eddie Kingston right now. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's fair. Uh, you know, you can get a number of great wrestlers that they have. Um, I'm just trying to think of another one. Tetsuya Endo is a great one. Uh, Chris Brooks, possibly. Hiroshima. Kazusada um, Higuchi. There is a number of guys that and girls well girl Saki Akai uh which you know she's part of TJPW as well um these are people you can bring over and that's exciting and if AEW is going to share some talent you could see the likes of I don't know maybe a pack a phoenix you know some uh, the guys oh my god (laughs) the guys that aren't necessarily main eventers right now Mm -hmm. but they would be big time stars in DDT if they went over uh, so, you know, you have a number of people and uh, the relationship and all the relationships that AEW have going with TJPW, with DDT, with AAA, mm-hmm. with New Japan. It's exciting, right? It's very exciting. And that's why wrestling is better now than it was five years ago for me. It's because we have a company like AEW willing to work with so many people. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, I, I think it's very interesting. I think, you know, you know, it's it's another one of those like talent exchange things that, you know, those partnership things that I, you know, will remains to be seen what it's going to look like. You know, obviously, yeah. talent has already been exchanged, but it's, you know, typically been the likes of Michael Nakazawa. So it's, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it's also one of those things like, is it going to be like an impact level where it's like maybe we'll get like one or two people over here, you know, and right. it's not, nothing more than that. Or, um, you know, it's not going to be massive invasion angles, probably. But I, I know I'm fully expecting we'll see, you know, Kanosuke popping up some more often. I yeah. mean, he he showed up on elevation just out of nowhere and everyone was like, whoa, who's this guy? And he just blew everyone away with with how good he was. I, 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 yeah, he had a good 
he had a good match with Danny Limelight. I was about to say it was the Danny Limelight match, right? That he yeah. just blew everyone out of the way. Yeah, uh, out of the Dude's water. A star. Dude's a star. So uh, that's um, exciting. Chris Brooks, I think, is another guy that you know he can. He Chris Brooks has like said in the past that he's like wanting you know, kind of want to stay in Japan, but you know this is an easy way for him to just do a couple dates in America again. Yeah. You know, plus you know. Uh, with with uh, with cyber fight, you know, obviously with their existence of owning both promotions, hey, this is the way to bring in both Chris Brooks and Maki Ito at the same time. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, so I yeah, I think it's a great idea. Is there anyone I would like to see in DDT? I don't really watch DDT too often, so I can't think of anyone well, right now. off the bat. I mean, Kenny Omega's and I think did has Riho showed up? I think she has. Yes. I think she has. Um she had a match in DDT. I don't I don't think we'll get like a Pac kind of guy just because of the Dragon Gate thing. Um uh, I don't think I, I can't see. I don't know how that. to feel about Pac, man. <laughs> you brought him up earlier. It's been on my mind since I'm like, man, that guy just gets wasted and wasted. Uh, he can go back to Dragon Gate. I'd be fine with that if that's <laughs> if that's what they want to do. Um you know, I think it's a good name. I mean, Christopher Daniels makes sense. Of course, yep. he was the one that made the announcement. Um, Eddie Kingston, I feel he's gonna want to do as much, you know, Japan stuff as he possibly can, probably, um, if they give him the option. Yeah, but he's uh, already in New Japan now. I, I imagine it can't, well, it can't be anybody strong. that's in. I, well, still, but I, I can't imagine anybody that's in strong now. That, I uh, don't think over. they probably care. Send over, Honestly. send over. Minoru Jack. Suzuki did DDT. Send over so. and Helico and Jack Evans. Sure. sure, none of that excites me. I send could, over I the be. Gun Club. Send over Butcher. Send over Danhausen. Yeah, send them over so I don't have to see them. <laughs> be good. That'd be a win for me. Yeah, I want. Just give me Junakiyama. Send over Fuego del Sol. Yeah, see it. Fuego, Fuego <laughs> Del. Never mind. Send over Miro. Send I, I over know. Hook. Oh God! Even then, Miro versus Junakiyama. <laughs> like, like that's what I like about Eddie Kingston versus Junakiyama is that you that like politically, Eddie Kingston would easily lose. Like, oh, he's like, I'm more than happy to lose against Junakiyama. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, not only will I lose, I'll tap. <laughs> I'll tap. I don't care, man. I'll do whatever. I want to face Junakiyama. Yeah. What it's exciting, I- though. You know, partnerships and whatnot. I mean, we were talking about Ring of Honor earlier, which is not a partnership, of course, but it's another um, it's another promotion under AEW. It's something different. So I'm excited. I mean, I, I'm always excited when AEW does these things. Um, you know, you know who could have went there? A certain American nightmare, but Ooh, that's right. I guess we'll never know now. No, because uh, PW Insider has reported that Cody Rhodes has officially signed with. Well, not only officially signed with WWE, but according to PW Insider, he is. Uh, I guess at this point, signed to the company twelve to sixteen days ago. Uh, at this point. Um, <laughs> which is insane, an insane read that I don't think anyone's talking about is you're telling me that they've had him, they've held him for over two weeks and just because not doing him at Jacksonville, not doing him at Madison Square Garden, we're just going to hold on to him. Um, 
Either way, uh, Fightful then also reports that uh, that he is planned to debut at WrestleMania weekend. But even then, they clarify saying the Raw after WrestleMania. Um, which, but at the same time, you have other reports saying that Seth Rollins versus Cody is scheduled. I believe Wrestler Observer uh, is saying this, that um, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins is scheduled for WrestleMania uh, night two, I believe. So what's what do you think? We finally have news. We finally have some sort of confirmation the most confirmation we've ever had cody rhodes and wwe it's happening (laughs) (laughs) i didn't i never uh this is one of those ones i was like i don't know i'll believe when i see it oh my god ryan it's actually happening yeah they got one uh (laughs) they got they got a win they finally got a win it was kevin owens and now cody they got the that's and Sami Zayn. Shout out Sami Zayn. We that's love Sami Zayn. That's true. Uh, this is this is big. I mean, poor guy's career is probably gonna. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> remember a big remember. WrestleMania match. Let's start off with that, okay? Sure, sure, sure. Right here, right now. If he's facing Seth Rollins, it's a big match, no matter what. That's a intriguing match uh based on i've liked seth work as of late um from what i've seen i'm not watching nearly as much wwe as i once was um you know six months ago i'm not watching nearly as much um but uh what i've been seeing out of seth rollins um you know i actually watched that tag team match a few weeks ago that was great and he was working great with kevin owens um So I'm really intrigued. I mean, Kevin Owens gets Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Seth Rollins gets Cody Rhodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who who's currently a bigger star than Cody Rhodes? Uh, Steve Austin. Let's bring in Steve Austin. Oh, I was like, who's bigger than? Uh, I was like, who's a bigger star in WWE than Cody Rhodes? Well, here's my list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's exciting. You know, I think I, I think yeah. that's kind of what I want to say. I think a lot of people are having fun with the jokes and whatnot, but WWE needs a shot in the arm. They need a shot and then some in the arm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and bringing in Cody Rhodes, a guy that no matter how much people want to make fun of him, they watch to see him no matter what. Yeah. It's a good signing. It's a good signing. I hope, I hope if they're smart enough, right? They treat him like a superstar so that other wrestlers in AEW see it and say, oh, you know, maybe if I jump ship, I'd be treated the same. That's that's how you have to do this if yes. you're WWE. You gotta treat Cody like a main event superstar. Yeah. Otherwise, like, you are like you would with Roman, like you would with Brock. Right. If you want MJF to even consider you in three, uh, two years, if you want Wardlow to even consider you, if you want all these people to consider you at any time in the future, you need to treat Cody as a big deal. And I think starting off with a Seth Rollins match is a good start. Um, I mean, they're about to combine their world titles, but also not. So <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing there. But I think by the end of 2022, Cody Rhodes should probably be a world champion. Yeah. 
One hundred percent. Depending, however, this unification nonsense happens. I don't know. I don't believe any of it. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It's um, it's something that no matter what way you slice it, it's a huge signing, and it's the yeah. it's a perfect signing for WWE. It's one hundred percent a shot in the arm. People will watch it. I certainly will watch it. I mean, you'd be crazy not to. And it, this is ultimately, you know, as much as like, you know, do I want to see Cody Rhodes wrestle in WWE? Not necessarily. I don't, I you know, I don't think there is, you know, the style of WWE is something I enjoy in terms of my wrestling enjoyment, what I want to see out of wrestling. However, these kind of moves... You know, WWE has the most money. They can throw money at people. And these kinds of moves of giving people money and, you know, giving them the bag are what helps make the wrestling world exciting, right? That is what's going to build excitement for wrestling is these sort of things, is having Cody Rhodes going to WWE. You know, it it's right. not holding everybody in WWE, holding everybody in AEW, it's having that sort of thing pop up into WWE. Now, you know, are they going to reference AEW when he pops up? <laughs> I would. I would because it's, hey, you know the competition? We just took their top guy. We just took yeah. their executive vice president. I would bring it up. I um, hope his first promo says, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Oh yeah, but which was his last promo. Yeah, but that's also part of it. Is we don't yeah. know what this deal is with WWE. How much creative control is this guy getting? That's apparently one of the reasons he left AEW. So, what is he getting? If I'm if, sure he's getting more than we probably expect him to, which makes it all the more exciting. To be fair, I expect him to get none. So anything, <laughs> anything is more than I expect. Yeah. Um, it's it's exciting for some for one time in a long time, especially for WrestleMania season. WWE has something exciting about them. Oh, and, Listen, and they especially have, for this WrestleMania that is like dead in the water. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the card, it's like oh, there's Stone Cold and uh, in a t- in a talk show segment. I mean, am I gonna watch it? Am I gonna love when the glass breaks? Yes, of course, of course, I'm a fan, but. But like, yeah, the cards, the card is very uh, shit for the most part. So um, it's it's exciting. It's something it, like you said, the shot in the arm. It is. It's very wait and see. I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have no idea how Cody is going to be treated in the world of WWE after shitting on them and calling them out and pretty much making that a war in his own way. But Vince McMahon doesn't care about that. He just cares about money. Well, I, I mean, he may care about it. I mean, that's my yeah. big concern. We'll know. That's, we'll know quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's that's ultimately the result of Seth Rollins versus Cody is going to ultimately showcase what is going to happen with Cody, I think. Because, right. you know. The classic WWE move and any territory move, but especially WWE, is when you get the guy from the other thing, you get him to lose. And they freaking bought WCW and booked all those guys to lose because Vince should hold a grudge. Now, he shouldn't hold a grudge here, and I completely agree with you that 
What he needs to do is make Cody look good for at least a year to start convincing to take more people. That's the long-term play. But yeah. you, but you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta turn those screws a little bit. Somebody's gotta be, t- you know, somebody's gonna be eating the pin. You know, yeah. it's it's something like that. It's it's very interesting. Um, plus, plus this guy seemingly has no interest in turning heel, so this guy's gotta play faced for however long. Well, I remember one random report saying he was saving his heel work for somewhere else, and I was like, what? <laughs> really? Now I might know. Yeah. Uh, because it seems Rollins is supposed to be a baby face nowadays. I have no idea. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but it's it's gonna be fun. I mean, I, I, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, Cody Rhodes, my guy, you are one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess we're gonna see it very quickly if your decision was a good one which i don't think we all really know the answer to that so do you i'm hoping i'm hoping it's a success do you think the hype is gone no as much as we are as much as we want to act like it um you know i i got to the point where i was sick of the conversation of like is he going is he not but i think a lot of people are going to watch just to see cody Rhodes. At least the first time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, definitely the first time. It's it is you know he's going to sell tickets no matter what. I mean, we saw how much of a ticket mover and everything he was for AEW. Yeah. So is there ace at the beginning? Oh yeah, he's got value. There's value in getting a Cody Rhodes. No wonder you give him the bag. Um, I I I just love the report being like, you know, when the report came out, it was like we've had him sign for ten for like two weeks now, and it's like, yeah. you know, yet MS, MSG was right there, Jacksonville was right there. Yeah, I mean, what are we waiting for? <laughs> I guess they're just gonna wait for WrestleMania now. I guess so. I mean, maybe maybe they're waiting for the story to happen. It's like well, I mean, what? if you do a Seth Rollins thing where he's like, "I'm just gonna do an open challenge," then everyone's gonna tune in just to see it. So that's true. Yeah, yeah, they'll sell it off of Res- Seth Rollins WrestleMania open challenge. Yeah, everyone will borrow their friend's Peacock account and they'll get it on there. <laughs> the, there's the report saying that uh, yeah, it's going to be on. Was it was it night two? What was it night one? Let's see. I mean, it better be on night two. I don't know. I don't know if they need it out there. Let's see. Yeah, night two. Night two. The reason. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. It's definitely gonna be interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's a great move in terms of wrestling excitement and world stuff and. Maybe it can turn to a boom. It turned out not to only be smoke and mirrors. <sighs> I don't know where to go from that. Uh, probably just move on. <laughs> oh, well, I, my, my last point I was going to say is that, like, you know, I think it's going to be we're going to have something similar. Ultimately, with Cody Rhodes, I think we're going to have something similar to AJ Styles in the fact that he's going to be a big deal for a while and then eventually a year or two down the line he'll start becoming a guy he'll fade away and classify as obsolete damn yeah dude didn't say it back stuff 
That hasn't been a thing in five years, <laughs> I think. Listen, I just saw Jeff Hardy's thing fade away and classify as all elite on a podcast. <laughs> so screw yourself. <laughs> So cringe. <laughs> so yeah. Well, he said it. So, well, let's talk. All about, right. Let's talk about the new Japan Cup. Let's do. Let's do. Well, I already know what happened today, so that's great. That's true. Okay. That's true. Well, we'll just talk about. Uh, well, we did the same thing last week, where we just kind that was going to be through. my whole topic. They were going to talk about At whether or not we had good thoughts or opinions on any of these matches. Sounds good. From night seven to eleven. So night seven. Of course, of New Japan Cup, I believe this is the second round of New Japan Cup action. We got Chase Owens defeating Tiger Mask, Shingo Takagi versus Tonga Loa, where Shingo wins, uh, uh, Evil versus Tamatonga in 14 minutes and 21 seconds, and Hiromu over Suzuki in 19 minutes and 27 seconds. Thoughts on any of those matches? Last two matches rocked. Yeah, man. Oh, my <laughs> God. Evil versus Tamatonga was stupidly good like it should not have been as good as it was i thought it was really solid uh of course you had the big bullet club story at the end mm-hmm. but i don't know there was just something about the way tongo was wrestling he had a lot of determination out there and i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it this has been a good new japan cup for evil it's been a great uh, New Japan Cup for you. Yeah, I think Evil's looked great. I mean, it's crazy what happens when a good wrestler gets to wrestle <laughs> for the most part. Uh, but, yeah, that match, it just had an energy about it that I loved. I absolutely loved it. And then uh, I'll let you talk about that actually first before I get into the main. Can, can I be uh... – uh, what's the, over, uh, can can I be overindulgent? Can I can I say something real quick that's gonna blow your mind, blow your entire gourd? Or sure. uh, match of the tournament so far for me? Yeah, I love this sh- match. Time out, time out, time out, no, 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 no. time out, yeah. time out, time out. Yeah, yeah. Did you say Shingo versus Tomohiro Ishii was five stars? Oh, you're right. You're right. I did say that's five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. So, are you saying that was so far you gave ago. This match five stars. <laughs> I'm saying this match is a six star match, baby. Say, Evil say, out there. Tomatonga's ever had five no, stars. No. Uh, but four and a half. I went as high as four and a half stars. Wow. I I loved this match. I thought it was fantastic. I thought the work from both Evil and Tomatonga was perfect. I thought, you know, any. It's the same thing as the Ishii Shingo match that we talked about before. Any match that can get the crowd to the point where they are cheering, actively gasping and cheering, uh, and this match did it, I am way higher than Cage Match at 6.05 rating. I'm way higher than Dave at 3.5 stars. I'm going a whole nother star on top of this thing. Evil versus Tamatanga was great. It was very good, very well worked. Um, Tamatonga, house of fire, this man. Can you believe it from this guy? Who could have guessed that this guy has such baby face fire, baby face energy that got the crowd completely behind him? So good. So good. And then, and then the angle afterwards. And then the angle afterwards was fantastic. You know, just coming down and then the whole Bullet Club and House of Torture, torture turning on them and just beating the crap out of them. The the freaking gasp that uh, the crowd had when uh, Giotto came out and choked out Dick Togo and then everything exploded from there. 
God, this match was so good, man. It was fantastic. Fan freaking fantastic. Wow. I uh I don't I don't I don't know if I was ready for you to be that hyped up about this match. I thought it was really good, but wow, okay. I thought okay. it was really you, good. I you put your money good. where your mouth is. I can respect that. I can respect that. And, I, that's the at the end of the day, it's evil versus Tamatonga, and it's a match that so exceeded my uh, my expectations that that's, as well. I think that's also part of it is that it exceeded my expectations so much that I'm stunned by how great it was, which I think is great work from them. Finishing a yawn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, so I didn't think this was the best match on the show. Well, yeah, so let's that's... talk about that main event, which is also fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you and me were saying last week, right? We were we were going over like, you know, what if what if they what if they give Haromu a run here? Like, what if, what if they do it? Ryan, mm-hmm. they're doing it. They're doing it, man. Him versus Minoru Suzuki, man. The way they designed this match, you know, I thought we were getting excited. These two chopped each other. For 10 minutes before doing anything else. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved every part of it. Wrestling can be so simple sometimes. And especially for me, like if you just chop and kick the shit out of one another, I'm going to love it. And I loved it. Hiromu, man. I'm going to have a take in the next, uh, his second match when we get to it. But his baby face energy and his love that he receives from the crowd mm-hmm. is incredible. And Suzuki, I mean, this guy, right? New Japan doesn't treat him like I think a lot of us see him still. They mm-hmm. don't. They don't. They do they but they know they know he can they can put him in a main event like this and he's going to deliver. And I just I loved this match. It was physical, it was brutal. And the heart, the determination of Hiromu Takahashi in this tournament is the story of the tournament for me. And I just, yeah, I couldn't recommend this match enough. Uh, really, the last two matches, I think a lot of people hear Evil versus Tamatanga and they probably skipped it. But I think you should go back and watch it because, like you said, of that energy yeah. that Tonga was able to bring and get the crowd into it. And that's why I love the main event too. Haromu was doing the same in this tournament. So definitely check both of these out. Fantastic work from both of these guys. That Haromu match of Suzuki. Oh. Just I like seeing Suzuki's chest be mm-hmm. cut open first was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That was that was the start of like, holy crap. Holy crap. This match. <laughs> And just they just kept working it, just kept working it. I did not realize the the size difference, or not even the size difference, but the size similarity between Hiromu and Suzuki. Yeah, practically staring eye to eye, uh, practically same build and everything. Like, you know, if you're talking guy going up to the heavyweight, I mean, they're working on it. But I mean, at the same time, Hiromu has also said that if he wins, he's going after El Desperado. So we're talk- looking at some pretty good work, and we might. You know, we might get there. You know, we. I might... would love to tell Harobo that he should be a heavyweight now. <laughs> oh my god! The dude is 
such a star, right? He should be main eventing pay-per-views. He should be in that top echelon with Okada, Naito, Ibushi, Takagi, Osprey. He should be wrestling in there. He's proving it every single show. I just, listen, I've been down on Hiromu a lot. Me too. I said this recently, but this new Japan Cup has woken him up. It's made Hiromu Hiromu again. Mm-hmm. And it's reminding me that, hey, this guy's one of the best in the world when he gets going, right? He get, he, he's got the rust off now. The rust is gone. The yeah. rust from his 75 injuries are gone. <laughs> this is go time now. And I am loving every second of it. I also really enjoy, you know, Hiromu. Hiromu has to had to have had to have changed his style. I think he's starting to learn that too. Is that he has to change his yeah. style. He can't do that, you know, Kushida like jump over the top rope out of nowhere and destroy the man. No, he can't do he that. Like Kushida. put his body on the line because his body's been way too too much. But converting yeah. that style into a Suzuki esque violence. Bruh. person is the perfect thing that still works for his character yep. and can allow him more longevity in his career. Do more of that. That's what you need to do. Join up with Moxley and Danielson and Regal and do that. <laughs> it's great. And that is it's what true. that's that's what Hiromo needs to be doing because that's going to give him longevity. We're going to see him around for more longer. Suzuki's not going to be around for much longer. Well, he's probably going to be around for like 30 more years at this point. But some but forever. we need a new Suzuki kind of person who is that crazy violent person and Hiromu in a weird way, I never would have thought him as that person, but I think it would work perfectly um, yeah. for that for Hiromu to take that mantle on. But fantastic work. Fantastic work for them. Uh, moving on to the next night, this night eight of the New Japan Cup. We had second round, or third, no, this is the beginning of the third round matches. We had uh, Hiroki Goto against Shima, with Shima taking the victory in 17 minutes and 20 seconds. And then oh my God. Kazuchika Okada versus Taichi with Okada picking up the win in 24 minutes and 17 seconds. Someone asked a great question on Twitter. How the fuck does Shima still have knees? <laughs> <laughs> the ending to this was awesome. The way he finished off Goto, I like the match a lot, but um, the ending is really all you need to see for this. I mean, Shima and Goto had some, uh, you know, they had some cool uh cool uh exchanges in the match but mm-hmm. he hit the um springboard meteor to the back yeah. and then he finished yeah. it in the front and i just popped when he won i really did like i legitimately jumped out of my chair because i went spoil free all week um which i'll get to in a second about a certain match um and this was the one i was really happy to go in spoiler free because I didn't know if Shima was going to win. I'm happy he did, because mm-hmm. I know today we got Okada versus Shima. Spoiler about Okada being Tai Chi. But I'm very excited to watch that. Um, man, Shima, Shima should probably uh, stick around. I'm just saying. You know, I, I they, they announced the best of the Super Juniors coming back in uh, May. Is it May? Uh, I'll look that up. I'll confirm that. I, th- I believe it's May. I'm just saying, 
if you you're gonna probably have a what much more stacked lineup this time around than you did just a couple months ago if i had to guess mm-hmm. so shima's a name i think you put in there but hopefully a lot of other guys um maybe clock connors comes back uh i think that'd be cool Red Narita, please, please. I've been asking for this for a while, uh, but there's a lot of names that fit uh, the future uh, best of the Super Juniors, but very happy, very happy to see Shima moving on. Uh, again, really great finish. Yeah, I don't, I, I, my one concern is I don't know what uh, Shima's size is, according to New Japan, because he doesn't have a profile. But it is whatever they want him to be. But... Shima does have a fellow Stronghearts wrestler. Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. Jude is biting on my... <laughs> my cat is biting my uh, console thing here. Um, they He does... Shima does have a fellow Stronghearts member that has already said that he wanted to face El Desperado. That's the G-Rex champion of the world, baby. Al Lindemann. I think Al Lindemann is 100% going to be putting in this Give it best of Super Juniors. I think Give 100% it. we're going to get best uh, get Al Lindemann in there. Um, it. Hey, stop it. Jude, quit it. He's Jude, when he... My, my cat, when he gets um, angry about something... He starts chewing on things. He just tried to bite one of the buttons off of my uh, mixer. He's trying to chew the XLR cable. He's chewing on my Mac charger right now. Buddy, what's wrong? What's wrong? Why are you being a grumpos? He's being a grumpos. Anyways, yeah, best of Super Juniors in May. Uh, I'm excited about this, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah. Uh will be the best boss, uh, and Since then, and then, Kazuchika Okada versus Taichi as well. I thought that. I thought that. Oh, I thought that was pretty good. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Um, I think Taichi really steps up his game um, against Okada. Yeah. Uh, and I thought he did here. Um, Okada, man, he is having himself a year already. Yeah. It's it's uh it's currently March twentieth, and Okada is currently running away. Or the rest of the year now you know dead months are coming for that where mm-hmm. he slows down but if you keep delivering your biggest match of the month it doesn't really matter and that's what he's doing i thought this was really good um they made you believe for a slight second tai chi might actually win the damn thing yeah. of course he didn't but uh i enjoyed a lot and i love watching okada do his thing yeah, I thought it was very good work. Uh, I like the Shima match a little more than this Okada match here. Uh, you know, Interesting. Just, you know, that's just that's just me. Uh, that's just me and my stylings. But uh, very still very good work between Okada and Taichi. Uh, you're right. Okada is easily. You know, I don't want to. I think wrestler of the year right now is a fight between Okada and Hangman Adam Page. Because um, Adam Page, Okada feels like he's like there. Hangman Page has been also putting in great amount of work, yeah. But he just doesn't have the feeling there. So if Page can just get continue doing that stuff, I think yeah. he can ha- maybe put out even more great matches. You know, I think the he- thing with Page, I feel like he's just not wrestling as much <laughs> as Okada. Like, yeah, he has six matches. Okada has eleven, and almost all of Okada's that I've watched. Okay, out of 
that I've watched, and I've watched every Hangman Page match this year. I'm not watching Okada tags. Mm-hmm. So it's 11 to 6 in terms of singles matches. Actually, no, I watched the uh, main event of <laughs> the Noah show and then the main event of the 50th anniversary. But both of those were really good. So that's my point. Like, I think if you just give Hangman Page more big matches or more matches overall, he's going to get there, right? I'm pulling up their uh, singles matches of this year so that we can get a uh, an idea. Let's see. What do we got here? What, what we're looking at. Uh, obviously, Okada's had more because he's been doing the um, tournament. Uh, so Okada has had uh, four tournament matches. Okada versus Desperado. Great. Okada versus Wato. Funny. <laughs> uh, Okada versus Taichi. Solid. And then Okada versus Shima, which was this morning. Uh, and and title defenses, Okada has had uh, two wrestle two dome shows: Okada versus Shingo, and then Okada versus Osprey, and then Golden Series: Okada versus Naito. Yeah. All very solid stuff. Adam Page yeah. four matches in total, all of them world title matches. Page versus Danielson, which was great. Lance Archer death match, which was great. Adam Cole match, which was a solid takeover main event. Uh, and then Dante Martin, which was, you know, a solid, a solid seven minute match. Yeah. yeah. So I think if Hangman just can get up to speed, um, you know, it's going to be close, right? Yeah. At least between heavyweight champions um, and men's. I mean, good luck to everybody next after next weekend in my ratings because stardom is going to be stardom. But hey, it's okay. These next these next two weeks are going to start like the ratings are going to fly and wrestling oh of the year is going to fly off. Oh oh oh! oh you want four stars? Oh, you want to you want to you want four and a half stars? Okay, yeah, just go toss them out. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry, I'm not looking. I'm not expecting WrestleMania to give me many of those, so I'll save them for every other uh, show. Um, uh, night. What am I at? Night nine of New Japan Cup third round match. Yoshihashi losing to Jeff Cobb in seventeen minutes and 26, 22 seconds, and uh, Tetsuya Naito defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi in eighteen minutes and forty eight seconds. Man, Yoshihashi, huh? This guy, uh, he gets good matches out of the big dudes. Jeff Cobb, great. We love Jeff Cobb here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this match was really good. <laughs> Again, I, I just watched it yesterday, actually. I was a little behind on my New Japan stuff. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think Yoshihashi's just such a good underdog that he's so good at making you believe, and then he ultimately loses, so it's okay. But uh, I thought he did really good in that match, you know, working over Cobb's leg and yep. just trying and trying. And, of course, uh, Tour of the Islands wins it for... Mr. Cobb, but mm-hmm. really good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll let I'll let you. Yeah, no, yeah. I also thought it was a solid solid thing. You're right in saying that Yoshihashi has become like an underdog. It's like he's he's no longer the guy that's like, oh, he's 100 percent going to lose that match. Yeah. Well, he still is, I guess. I I we both said he's 100 percent going to lose this match. Uh, well, he is, but he's an underdog still. Yeah, but he's, he's now he's now sport. more believable, you know, and right. that he could win. He maybe he has a chance. Gives me a feeling when I'm watching it, right? Like, it gives me, like, oh, I know he's going to lose, but he can convince me he might win. Yes. The, 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 in a weird way, the COVID hiatus has done wonders for Yoshihashi (laughs) because he just came out of it just as a believable wrestler now, which is weird to say and probably not a good thing to say. I'm not going to say it to his face. (laughs) 
sometimes it takes just something weird to happen. And I guess maybe clap crowds got him an understanding of what to do and what not to do. I don't know. That's true. And then Naito versus Tanahashi. Uh, you know, not as you know. It's not a, <laughs> this was speed. This this wasn't a dome show, which I don't no. blame either of them for. Not. I hate I hate the venue that they were in for the show. The uh, you hate the uh, Zip Arena in the Okahama. I Okayama. hate how bright. I hate how bright it is. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't like it. I was like, I saw it. I was like, okay, well, this match. They're not going to try. They're not going to go. They're not going to be Tanahashi and Naito. They're going to be Ta and Na. There you go. You know, they went like 20%. They they just didn't do nearly as much as you'd want them to do. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, they don't have to all the time, but uh, it was it was still good. I mean, these two can't have a bad match. I'll, I'll Let me say that, okay? They're not going to have a bad match. Like, I, I tweeted it out. I was like, the funniest thing about Tanahashi and Naito is that they tried maybe – maybe 30% each and they still probably had a better match than most people will ever have in their life. Oh yeah. I mean like, yeah, their, their bad match is still a good match and by no means right. was this a bad match, but no, it's just, it, it didn't give you excitement. Yeah. But I mean, it was still very good. I, I very I was, much enjoyed the work here by both men. This is the match that I watched yesterday Had no idea. Naito won. had zero clue. Yeah, that uh, that spot though, that um, what was it? The Tanahashi did the high fly flow tonight oh, the on the outside. Is the ace is high. Yeah. yeah. Naito, Naito, kicking a bump there. That's the one bump of the night. Yeah, ace is high. Yeah, that was that was good shit. I, I anytime Tanahashi says, you know what, I'm just gonna go nuts at my age. Okay, okay, you know. I'll watch. I'm not going to complain. I the only thing I, I'm wondering when they do Okada versus Tanahashi. I'm thinking Dominion now. Yeah, I wonder as well. Well, remains Which to be seen. Makes sense. Dominion is your second biggest show of the year. Mm-hmm. That's your biggest match still to this day. I agree. Um, night ten of New Japan Cup. We had Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Great Okan in 20 minutes and three seconds via the "You Can't Play Conquers in England." <laughs> And of course, you had Will Ospreay defeating Sonata uh, in 60 minutes and 56 seconds via referee stoppage. I never thought. So one, I thought Sabre Jr. and Great O'Conn for exactly what I expected was mm-hmm. pretty good, but I never thought it was going to end. It went on forever. 20 minutes. I was not ready for Great O'Conn to go 20 minutes, man. Me neither. Uh, it, it was good. It was pretty good, but. Nothing to uh, get me jumping out of my chair or anything. I guess that's not really what I expect out of mm-hmm. those two going head to head. Usually, Zach needs, well, an offspring to do that. So, and uh, yeah, um, yeah. No, I I thought that was I, the finish of the Zach Saber Junior Grado contest. Yeah, was the was best great. part. Um, yeah. Little too long, and when you get those grapple grapple fucky matches, you know, <laughs> at twenty minutes, you're like, all right. You know, all right, let's let's get a move on here. Wrap it up. But the finish is great. That 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 sudden sudden arm bar from Zack Saber Jr. while getting lifted up was uh, fantastic. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and then the main event, Will Ospreay defeating Sonata. It was reported after the match that uh, Sonata suffered a Oof. fractured orbital bone, uh, and yeah. he will be out for 
a number of time. I don't know what the time is, but he'll be it happened on the uh, shooting star press that Osprey did. Mm-hmm. Um, this match wasn't very good. It was. Uh, I watched it and I I stopped when it was over and I was like, "Is there something weird about this match?" Because like it didn't feel they were on the same wavelength at all. Like they weren't. Like so the I enjoyed the last like five minutes really. Yeah, I thought they were pretty good, mm-hmm. but there was just something that wasn't clicking for me, which is a shame because I was looking forward to this match. I thought, okay, you know, Sonata's champion, he had a really good match with Tanahashi. Um, I forget who he fought in the first round, uh, but and Osprey is Osprey, so you know he can often have a pretty good match. Um, and it just it didn't click for me, and uh, it was it was probably my more up, most upsetting match of the uh, tournament so far in terms of like expectations versus reality. Um, so that's it is what it is. I like the ending though. I like the ending of just kind of knocking him out. I mm-hmm. thought that was um, different, and I like different. Yeah, um, yeah. I wonder. I would have to imagine that the orbital bone fracture played a part in the match. But I thought it got better after that. That's the whole thing. <laughs> no, that's true. Maybe. Uh, well, maybe that just goes to Sonata's ability. I guess that's. A, but uh, I guess also it could also just be that it's you know it's Sonata. Sometimes Sonata just is not quite there for whatever reason for me. And maybe it was the same for similar for you. This does mean that, you know, Will Ospreay beat, you know, pinned the or defeated the uh, United States champion. So I think, um, well, since Sonata's hurt now, they're going to have to delay it. I was thinking maybe they do that for the final, uh, the uh, mm-hmm. New Japan Cup final show. Mm-hmm. Now that that's probably not going to happen, they'll probably do it maybe somewhere down the line. Maybe Dominion. Maybe you can do that at Dominion. Uh, or don't talk to if he's back by then. I don't know how long his injury is going to take. So that's definitely true. It was also announced some, I think, around this time that Osprey is heading to Chicago to face John Moxley. And uh, yeah, casually, right? just casually, that is happening. You know? <laughs> just casually, I was like, oh man, fucking Chicago! It's always Chicago, always Chicago that gets the the, the matches that I want to see. Um, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh they kind of i mean it didn't come out of nowhere because osprey pretty much just spent every post-match calling out john moxley yeah um but as as you say boy howdy that's uh that's exciting right that that chicago show has one match and it's already a must-see Ooh. show <laughs> Ooh, baby it's must-see uh, night 11 of the New Japan Cup, we had Shingo Takagi versus Chase Owens with Shingo no defeating Fucking Chase. chance I watched that. 16 minutes and 41 seconds. I thought it was Chase Owens' best match of the year so far, best match of the tournament, obviously. Wow, I'm shocked. Shingo Takagi had the best yeah. match of Chase Owens' this year. Yeah. And Sorry, then of I course, really don't like Chase Owens. I know you don't. That's a fair reason. Uh, and Hiromu Takahashi defeating Evil in 15 minutes and 52 seconds, continuing... The whole thing of, man, Evil's been great. Hiromu is back. Ryan, this match was, ah, I loved this. I loved this. I loved loved it because you just have 
Hiromu go in there and he attacks evil right off the bat. He gets the early going and he's able to battle off the entire. I did get a laugh though, by the end of this, I was like, wow, the entire heavyweight division can't do this, but Hiromu can baby. He can fight off evil and Dick Togo, but the he doesn't need energy, the extra help. He doesn't need the help at all. The energy in that arena, right? This is the, this was the highest cork and hall in a long time, over a thousand. And you could just feel the energy. You could feel the buildup. You could feel how much they wanted Hiroma to win. And this is the beauty of House of Torture. Now, I, hear me out here. House of Torture, if done right, can work very well. Yeah. Right? And this is, it's for these moments. When you're having people clap, you can't feel that as much. But when you get the actual reaction that we did at the end of this match it was awesome uh Hiromu wrestled his ass off you know going back and forth between him uh evil and togo evil man gonna give him props i'm gonna keep giving him props because he is having himself a year after that disappointment at wrestle kingdom he has been on yeah. he's been on in his big matches um i think we're seeing i think we're slowly seeing as crowds come back a little um you know they're peeling it back a little on house of torture in a good way in a good way mm-hmm. and it's working out very well and the ending of this match where Hiromu knocks off the togo uh well evil runs into him evil turns around everything is evil on to evil one two three crowd erupts more than they've erupted in a very long time in oh, japan yeah. and then after that, as Hiromu celebrating in the middle of the ring, they announced this is this is even better. They announced that Shingo Takagi versus Hiromu Takahashi is happening, and the crowd cheered again. And it was just yeah, the energy that we felt, right? Like we're a Japanese crowd at the end of a great match. Yeah, is one of if not the best in wrestling. Yeah, and we got the closest we've got to it in a very long time and that's where i give the whole house of torture thing some credit you have the baby face underdog junior heavyweight in Hiromu takahashi fighting and you have the heel we want them to lose at all costs house of torture evil Mm -hmm. it was a perfect matchup i loved it the energy it it just it, it it was amazing in a, in a weird way, you know, it was kind of like that David Goliath story where Hiromu yeah. the Jr. going up against this big, bad, house of torture, hot individual from evil. Uh, you know, it's not much of a size difference, but certainly the the numbers game and everything. Boy, howdy. Hiromu just putting in God's work so far. Evil, another fantastic evil match. Cannot believe I'm saying that in 2022. But evil, oh boy, maybe being the House of Torture podcast, maybe that's something that is a, hey, well, no, we're no longer going You're under. welcome. We're no longer going over. Oh, under, that's we're right. going over. Uh, just like You're House welcome, of Torture, everybody. we're going over. Um, going over, oh, yeah. baby. Uh, maybe that's playing off for us. And uh, uh, boy, howdy, this match, man. You oh, know, it's... Man. You know, it's that whole thing of like, you know, what's great about Japanese crowds is that, yes, they're quiet, but when they're raucous and they're yelling and gasping and there for every spot, that means that the wrestlers out there have earned it and Hiromu and Evil earned it. 
Yeah. It was great stuff. Jude, get off my keyboard. Uh, <laughs> he opened up the settings. <laughs> oh, shit. What did he do? Uh, he opened up the settings. Uh, uh, he opened up Siri. Get out of here, Siri. Hiromu uh, uh, <laughs> has done fantastic work. This match, god damn. It's just... Hiromu's back, man. Hiromu's back. He is. And I think it's it's funny, right? That we're you, you and me have been talking about for really since we started the show. Yep. When we did the um we kind of you know talked about the landscape of wrestling. And we we're saying New Japan is just missing yeah. something. It's interesting that here in 2022, their top stars are finding who they were all over again, right? Okada's Okada again. Yeah. And now we can say Hiromo's Hiromo again. And Ryan, tomorrow, we are getting Shingo Takagi versus Hiromo Takahashi in the main event of a New Japan Cup show. Uh, not only that, but we're also going to be getting <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. versus Will Ospreay in the semi-main of a New Japan Which Cup Which was show. one of the best New Japan Cup matches from last year. Yeah, it's fantastic. The it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I I mean, you know, big matches. You made the bold prediction. The remember, what was my bold prediction? You made the bold prediction at the we did at the beginning of the tournament. We said, you know, this could be as close to old New Japan as we want it to be. Like yeah. if they went the right directions, which. They somehow have our final eight competitors are Tetsuya Naito, mm. Jeff Cobb, Kazuchika Okada, Shima, Zack Sabre Jr., Will Ospreay, Shingo Takagi, and Hiromu Takahashi. Yeah. You can't ask for much more than that. You really can't. I wouldn't replace anyone. No, it's it's a perfect lineup. It's a perfect lineup, and it's still like fantastic effort, fantastic work all around. God, we we just had to get through all these buys, and then once we got through the buys, we got into the the pristine matches. That holy crap! I mean, yep. do we dare talk about? Uh, we talked about like the day of show without you know reviewing it. We just talked about the results. I think last week, right? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the results of night twelve? Do you know them? I, I have them in front of me. Yeah, yeah. So we got. I'm shocked. Quarterfinal, <laughs> quarterfinal matchup. We'll talk about the one that's not shocking. Kazuchika Okada defeats Shima. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Said it too late. Well, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of a preamble. If you know what we're doing, we just skip 15 seconds a bunch. Uh, Kazuchika Okada defeats Shima. Not too expecting. But then Tetsuya Naito defeating Jeff Cobb via roll up. Whew. They're running back Okada versus Naito again. <laughs> not only, not Already. only did Naito <laughs> defeat Jeff Cobb, we're doing Okada versus Naito again in a semi-finals of the New Japan Cup. A fan favorite with Jeff Cobb winning. Upset Central. Naito is out. I thought Cobb was winning the damn tournament. Yeah. Now I have no idea, man. I have no idea. That I think that's the best part about this tournament, though, right? Like, we have no clue what's happening. Th- does Okada win? There's a very likely chance that Okada wins this. 
and then and then, I don't know, man. This is great. Yeah, and then uh, so that leaves us with o- Okada, Naito in the semis, and the quarter is still to go for tomorrow. We have, like I said, Saber Junior versus Osprey, Shingo versus Hiromu. Who is winning on either of those sides? There's a chance someone wins their second New Japan Cup between Saber Junior and Osprey. That's a possibility. And Okada's won uh, it, I think, right? Yeah, Okada's won. Come on now. God, it's one new Japan. Come on, come on, Ryan. What happened? He won. Has Shingo won it? Uh, no, he came. He he got to the finals last year and well, lost. Well, let's talk about this. Who's gonna win between Oscar Osprey and a uh, Saber? I still think it's Saber. I think it's gotta be Osprey though, right? I mean, it's Osprey. Oh, it's like maybe they want to run. They could want to run back Shingo and Osprey. Wait, is hold on. Okada, then, Okada Naito, Shingo Osprey. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoo, baby. Hmm. Unless Hiromu wins. Unless Hiromu wins. And I'm not counting Hiromu out. And then Osprey versus Hiromu. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, I all, we we're all riding off Saber. That, that's the same. Right. I think. I think Saber has a very good chance of winning, truthfully. I think he does. Because then you can also do like a Rev Pro title challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're um, not if you aren't gonna have a US title challenge, you can Yeah, I mean if you're if anyone's gonna beat Osprey before the semifinals, it would be Zach Saber Jr. Yeah. Like yeah. just based off of history alone. Yeah. But there's no bad final. There's no bad final. <laughs> Boy, boy, how I like man. Zach Saber Jr. So, boy, howdy, New Japan Cup. It's I. I hope Hiromu wins the whole thing. Yep. Or I hope they just do Hiromu versus Okada, and in the end, Hiromu fails in the finals out of nowhere, just to the dominant champion. I think Okada's got a real shot. I'm shocked. Shocked though. We're getting Okada Naito a month after we got Okada Naito. <laughs> it's insane, man. It's, I thought Naito was going to be out possibly round one, yeah, then round two, then round three. <laughs> he's made it way farther. <laughs> right now, he's he's, yeah. he's close to the finals. It's insane. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think anyone was ready for it. Right? No. No one. No one. No one was out here expecting Naito after already having a title match. To just run the damn thing. What if what if Naito wins, beats Okada, uh-huh. and then Hiromu gets all the way through in our finals, Hiromu and Naito? I think that would probably be my preference. Oh. Ooh. Shingo Ooh. versus no. Naito. Oh, I don't care about Shingo and Naito. I'm talking about Hiromu and Okada. The match that was supposed That's to what happen. I said. No, Hiromu. No, sorry, not Okada. Hiromu and Naito. Oh, Naito. The yes. the anniversary match that we were going that to get, got, and then yeah. and then COVID had gotten. We run it back. Fans are back. We run it all the way back, baby. Woo, I think it's baby. possible. Oh man, I have no idea what's going to happen. I guess that's the beauty of this tournament, right? I've hyped myself up too much. Oh my god, There's, it's all win-win. That's I, the beauty. I need a cigarette. So. <laughs> Uh, other news real quick going back to the DDT news uh, Nakazawa and a post-match presser uh, for in the DDT thing 
sp- uh, said, uh, clarified, said, uh, the last time we had Takashita over, but everyone's applicable this time. The entire group, DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro. AEW is coming to agreement with them both. Miriamash and Maki Ito are already going to the U.S. in May. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so uh, there you go. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> basically, what I'm saying is, is that to go back to that news item, DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro will be heading over to AEW at some point. Not pro wrestling, Noah. Not pro wrestling, Noah. No, 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 no. <laughs> For some Nakajima reason, no would one be wants cool, them. though. Who was that? I said Nakajima. Please, Shiozaki. Okay. Let's put uh, Go Shiozaki. Won't be over there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Go Shiozaki versus Eddie Kingston. <laughs> oh my chest, man. I don't know if I can handle that. Oh, it's ar- it's already bubbling up. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> you're you're having heart palpitations, man. That's 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 yeah. something else. All right, moving on because we have a lot to go. <laughs> That's true. Let's move on to Stardom World Climax, baby. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Yes. yes. Ryan. Yes. I need to tell you this. Can you get even more hyped than what we just were? <laughs> Ryan, this is the most excited I've ever been for a wrestling show. And I have been a kid who has gotten excited for the Royal Rumble, who has gotten excited for WrestleMania, who's six months ago got excited for AEW All Out or Full Gear. There are so many... Well, Full Gear was great. Well, yeah, Full Gear I, was I know. A, I, well, you were uh, confused about which one was great. Oh, well, they were both great. I mean, All Out had all that speculation of like the moments that would happen, and of course, they delivered. Mm-hmm. But this is the most excited I've ever been. Because I get the promotion that I'm fully invested in, and they're not only f- fully investing in us, the fans, with this two night show, but fucking Kyrie's back. I got, I might get two Shuri title matches in back to back days. <laughs> I am on cloud nine, my guy. So let's talk about it. March 26, uh, which is this upcoming Saturday. Uh, we start them World Climax Night One. We got full card here. Start them World Climax, the best, the best, the best, the best. Starting off with, we're gonna go through the card here. Future of Stardom Championship Nat Championship Match: Hanan versus Rena. Yep, uh, sister versus sister on the Ryogoku Sumo Hall stage. This is, of course, where Hanan won her. Um, future of stardom championship at stardom dream queendom mm-hmm. it's funny because i was thinking about it, i was like wow stardom dream queendom like we all said oh that's the biggest show in stardom history and then they said yeah bet we'll be, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back at sumo hall and we'll be bringing in and we're Calvary. bringing Kyrie. yeah the, the, <laughs> the kai kyra uh, student trying to do Kyrie and calvary anyways uh, keep, keep the keep the hype going yeah. well okay this this is you know future stardom title matches they get overlooked a bit but i think this one has a chance to be it's going to be you know five seven minutes nothing too long but it's going to be a special mm-hmm. one for these two mm-hmm. you know you when you have two sisters who are the future two of the future stars in stardom uh it's definitely one to watch out for because hanan is probably a year away from making the big step mm-hmm. and you know rena's not because rena's 15 years old but you know rena's, rena's still got ways to go yeah, she's still very good already. So uh should be a fun opener 
to day one. Completely agree. Uh, singles match, Saya Ida versus Mirai. Oh, yeah, this is going to rock. It's just going to be uh, beef. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, that's the Saya Ida way, right? Like the. Mm-hmm. Ow, that hurt. If you're watching the stream, you got <laughs> to see that, though. Uh, Mirai and Aida, you know, they're going to they're gonna probably wreck each other. Yep. You know, a lot of clotheslines, a lot of ch- chops. It's going to be great. It's going to be really good. And that, again, it's probably not going to get a lot of time because it's so low on the card. But I like when they use special singles matches like this on such a big show. I do, too. And I think Saida has been looking pretty good since her return, too. Yeah, that's tough for her because she's not winning this. <laughs> No, this is the Mariah show. Yeah. Um, six woman tag gauntlet match. Uh, this is just happening because. Because of reasons. Because uh, you got to get everyone in the car, brother. Uh, <laughs> we got Natsupoi, uh, Himika, and Mai Sakurai versus Fuck. Mina Shirakawa, <laughs> Waka Sukiyama, and Momokogo. Versus Saki Kashima, Fukigan Death, and Raka versus Azume, Lady C, and X. X is Miyu Amasaki. So there you go. Um, Gauntlet match. DDM never wins. I mean, never wins. Jesus Christ. They always win. They never lose, baby. DDM's winning. I don't have much to preview about this. That's, that's what's happening. Yeah. It's a, it's also a six woman tag gauntlet match. I mean, it's just, you know, what? how do I preview this? Yeah, it's just hey, uh, here's a non battle royal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, DDM versus Prominence. Uh, oh boy, uh, this is Micah and Tekla, uh, versus uh, give me a moment, Risa Sarah and Suzu Suzuki. Nailed it. Nice. Uh, they are going to one, Prominence is winning, two. Suzuki's going to show out. I'm very excited for Suzu Suzuki to be on such a big stage. I think, you know, we've been teasing a lot of this rivalry and we've only gotten one match out of it so far. And this will, this one now will be the first Suzu Suzuki match. These are the two main stars of prominence. Mm-hmm. And of course, Mike and Tekla make a very fun team. Probably ryan's preference in terms of ddm members which is very interesting uh and i think uh risa sarah and suzu suzuki are going to show a lot of people who may have not seen them wrestle how good they are so i'm very excited i think suzu probably gets the win here for her team probably paying tecla how dare you (laughs) i mean you can pin micah micah loses all the time the peps from out of nowhere. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could pin, uh, they might pin Micah because um, Tekla's the uh, SWA. Yeah. And unless they want to do an SWA challenge, which, you know, they could. True. Certainly they could. could. Oh, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. Goddesses of Stardom Championship match. Hazuki and Kagama defending their titles against Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid. Are we going to get a title change? I think we are. Me too. I think we are. I think it's, I think Momo and Starlight Kid, you know, I think Starlight Kid is a serious contender for Cinderella, mm-hmm. but I think they definitely would benefit with having the titles right now. Yeah. Uh, I think Hazuki is a Cinderella contender as well, um, heading into it. And I think, 
I think she kind of is ready to get back into single stuff. Um, I have enjoyed FWC for what they've done, but I expect this to definitely see uh, Kid and Momo walk out as the winners, which I'm excited for because I've been excited for their team since before Momo even turned. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's not like, you know, a huge difference in terms of like bumping up to, you know, the... Uh, you know, up the up the up the ladder in terms of the titles. Uh, it's just right. the tag titles. But Starlight Kid, you know, going from you know the high speed and future of stardom into goddesses of stardom tag. I think that's yeah. a good uh, a good more of the ladder for her to go up. That you know, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, she's all? she's climbing um, a stair every single time, which is good. Um. We also have a special tag team match. Tam Nakano and Yunagi Sayaka versus Mayu Itani and Kairi. Former Kairi Sane, Kairi Hojo is returning oh, for a return match. First time man. ever. Special Ryan, team. Ryan, 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 Ryan. Yep. I still can't believe it's happening. I really can't. The fact that Kairi's not only back, right? Not only is she back. Mm-hmm. But she's wrestling. You know, she could have said hi to stardom and then left. She mm-hmm. could have did that. She, she could have like, hi she... guys, I'm officially retiring. Bye. And that would have been cool. You know, we would have got to see Kyrie. Yeah, she could have she could have showed up on some sort of talk show segment with Mayu yeah. Itani, you know, and, right. then, and then that's it. But instead, she is wrestling back to back nights. If you've watched her training videos, her back fist is gonna break Unagi's mouth. <gasps> Absolutely going to break. Unagi's mouth. It's gonna be glorious, poor Unagi. But that's what she's there for. Let's not let's not lie. You know, Tam has the title match the next day. Unagi doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Mayu has a title match the next day. Unagi doesn't. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited to see Mayu and Kyrie. They they've kept them apart interaction wise. Yeah. They haven't had them together yet. This will be the first time we see them on screen together, mm-hmm. and that's exciting. We have two-thirds of three of them back together. Io Shirai, get your ass back over there before Kyrie hangs them up uh, because I don't know how long she's going to be around, but I'm happy she's going to be around at all. Uh, clearly, Mayu and Kyrie are winning this. This is, yeah. not a, this is not a question. There's one name not like the others, ladies and gentlemen, and that is who will be taking the L. Yeah, uh, I can't believe it. I, I'm so excited. You know, this is this is the Ryan Icy boy howdy match of the week uh, in terms of in terms of the stardom show. I mean, it's just boy howdy. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good, man. It's just all four of these competitors are just very good. Unagi is just very is just gotten so much better in the past year alone. Yeah. Not even this year, maybe like six months, really. That she's just yeah, like, it's been a really really good six months for her. That it's just what a spot, what a spot for her to get pinned in. <laughs> Boy, howdy, match, the, match the night, match of the week. Uh, wonder of stardom championship match. Ooh, Saya Kamatani ooh. defending the title against Utami Hayashishida. Ryan, there are a few things better than a big Utami match, and I didn't know if we were gonna get one this show, I really didn't. Mm-hmm. Let me rephrase a big Utami title match i didn't think we were gonna get yeah we got it we're getting 
Saya and Tommy, the rematch from All Star Dream Cinderella last year. Uh-huh. That was the World of Stardom title match. Uh-huh. Uh, it will be in the same spot, the semi main event. Uh, Saya Kamatani, I don't know if you know this, is a lot better than she was a year ago. Uh-huh. She, going into that match last year, people wondered if she was ready. Yeah. Now she's the wonder of Stardom Champion. Now she is the champion unlike Utami. And that's going to be a very interesting dynamic to watch here. Um, They're going to kill it. That, that goes without saying these two have great chemistry together, of course, because you know, they're tag teams and they probably train together. So that's obvious. Um, But it comes to who's winning, right? You would think definitely Saya, but this is Utami. Yeah. (laughs) So you, you kind of look at it and you're like, huh? Utami won previously, obviously, in the in right. her title defense. And they faced off in the five star, mm-hmm. and Utami won that. Mm-hmm. Saya's not losing day two. Let's let me say that. Assuming she, assuming she whoever assuming wins this match is not losing the Tam. I don't think so. Tam is not getting the title back. This isn't, you know, like a no. WWE company where they just switch the title back. No. So this is the big match. I think Saya walks out. I think she gets her first major win over Utami. Um, there's always the possibility of a draw, but I don't think they do that. I think she can easily hit a Frankenstein uh, pin that she often does and kind of shock her. Um, we, you know, we saw a great near fall last year with that. So I think that's a way, or, you know, she can just beat a Tommy clean. That works too. I mean, that would be big time for her. Um, but it's through Tommy. So you never really know. Yeah. Was, I, the draw aspect is interesting with both the wonder of stardom and world of stardom here is that I have know, no idea what they're going to do for both of these. <laughs> yeah, they're, Cause they're, I like the possibility of making maybe the wonder of stardom title, a, a do a draw here and then do a triple threat the next night. Cause then you can have Utami win the title and pin Tam and everything's That'd be fine. Wild. I, they probably won't do that, but that would be wild. Yeah. I think cause then you can defend Saya a little yeah. bit by not getting, right. not getting pinned. No, I, I'm with you there. I mean, it would, be, I, they probably wouldn't ever do it just because like, that's how they work. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But, it's an exciting thought, you know. Like, yeah, I agree. Entering Utami into that match, <sighs> it, it would it would be different yeah. from what we just saw a couple months ago. Too, That's true. So. That's true. Uh, but I'm interested. I I, I you know this is. Yeah. I, I I feel like Utami might win this. You never know, right? I like that's feel, the whole thing I, with like Utami. it's, it's like, Utami. Uh, it's Utami. Yeah, you can't tell I mean, me that she's not going to win. If anyone's ending the Saya title reign early yeah it's a time yeah world of stardom title match shiri versus julia right now i'm sure you probably didn't watch the tag match that these two had this past weekend no i have not but they did a shoot headbutt in a tag match they are going to kill each other <laughs> they hate each other all of a sudden, they have said that, you know what? I don't think DDM is going to last after this. <laughs> like, they ha- they are calling tomorrow, today, tomorrow? No, tomorrow's tag team match where it's Julian Shuri versus Mayu Yutani 
and Koga uh, and Sayaida, the ALK Memorial. Yeah, so they're just going all in on the fact that these two are probably going to fucking kill each other, and then they're going to be done with each other. Uh, these two are, from everything I've seen in the buildup, they are going to tear each other apart. There's going to be headbutts. There's going to be dropping each other on one another's head. There's going to be slaps. There's going to be forearms. There's going to be mm-hmm. everything imaginable that is going to make you go, oh, my God. And that is exciting. Yeah. That is what we want out of this. Um, you know, if you asked me three weeks ago, I would have told you Julia's winning. I have now switched. Ooh. I think Shuri is winning this match. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are going to get my hopeful night two main event mm-hmm. because they have also done the story that Shuri wants to defend the title against Risa Sarah. If she wins of prominence Mm. and I think Julia needs to be in the prominence match on day two, because that is the one piece we are waiting for with this prominence stuff is Julia being involved in a match. Since she was the one that kind of triggered the whole rivalry. Uh, She definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all her. Um, So I, I think that is the way to go. I think Shuri, I don't think Shuri should be losing because I, I don't know what else I can say about Shuri that I haven't said in the past six months to a year. Like she yeah. is her new nickname is I am a, the, the woman on another level. Like pretty much that's pretty much what her nickname is. I forget the exact thing. Like she says it before every match now, mm-hmm. um, but she is on another level. I think she should beat Julia. Julia can win the five star. She can win the title later this year. I think you can wait here. I think this 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 is a match that gives you multiple meanings, right? Yeah. One, you you start that DDM uh split division, yeah. Of sorts. Yeah. I think this is the start, not the uh full on split, right? Yeah. Um you continue the prominence angle away and then you have Julia have to work back a little bit. You know, she she's gotten dominant again really quickly, but she's not fully there. So you could tell a story and I think just Shuri should get a longer title reign in 3 months. Yeah, I I pretty much agree with what you're what you're saying there is that, you know, I think Shuri has to for me Shuri has not held the title long enough because she has plenty of more interesting challenges ahead of her. Gura! Ju- Julia in the uh ta- the well I don't know eight is this eight women eight woman tag match with DDM versus Prominence it feels very important for Julia to be in there so it'd be weird if Shuri was um you know Julia versus Mayu is not a is not an awful match either but it just I just saw it. it just feels like it yeah it just feels like we're gonna have uh the tag match there instead for Julia and it fits better and you're right I think you know. And if Julia loses, then that makes her an interesting uh, potential Cinderella tournament person, the five-star Grand Prix person. You know, I think she can work back into it. She's already worked back into it, you know, uh, after, uh, you know, working back from the Tam Nakano hair loss uh, all the way back to here, you know. I, I think that's just part of also her story is just never quite getting the 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 red belt you know just never quite getting there uh with what because of whatever reasons that are happening whether it be 
yeah. injuries or you know what I don't I don't want to go more into it, but uh, you know whatever else is happening with with Julia. But uh, um, man, this match would be great. This match would be fantastic. I mean, yeah. what's your ceiling? I mean, star wise. I mean, are we? Are we? You know. You know, it depends how they started off because if they just go and go in to kill each other right off the bat, it could be anything, right? Um, I'm thinking they hit four and a half. I, th- I think that's fair. You got to remember, Shuri also has to wrestle the next day, <laughs> well, <laughs> as yeah. does Julia. That's true. So that's you, you got to save some, I'm guessing, but. You know, these uh, stardom girls, they don't really hold back, as we saw. I mean, Shuri, to me, had two four-plus star matches in the same night just a couple months ago. So I will not doubt her. Um, I just I just hope this isn't a draw. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't if think it, it is, works. If it is, you can make it worth it. But I just – you can't have this be a draw and then have Shuri beat Mayu clean the next day. Right. You can't yeah. Do that. Well, you also have the eight woman tag scenario, which is just like, well, what happens if it's a draw? <laughs> well, how do we, <laughs> how do we settle, settle that out? Yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's, it's too convoluted for this to be a draw. Yeah. yeah it's we're but, going to get a winner. And it's and that's only show number one. And I think show number two has a better card. <laughs> show number two, March 27th on that Sunday, future of stardom championship match. Uh, Hanan Arena. We believe Hanan versus my Sakurai. Ugh, fuck. I'd be really upset if they give the title my Sakurai just to get it to Waka. I'd be really upset. I don't need it. I don't want it. I think Conan wins. I I can't. I can't. No, my Sakurai. No, let's not do it. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have the Cinderella Rumble. Oh, um, there's your battle royal. There's your battle royal. Uh, it is it- like a royal rumble though. It has it this 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 listing I'm reading has a bunch of names and then it says and more. So we'll I guess we'll see what happens. A nice little rumble here. Uh singles match, special singles match. Uh the loser of the winner's star match, Saya Kamatani or Utami Hayashishida versus Mirai. I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> uh it's exciting to see really either one in a singles match against Mirai. Um, it's hard to preview this because, like, this is the match you and me were having a tough time predicting. Yeah. But I expect whoever loses on night one to win here. Yeah. I th- I think, you know, if, let's say, Utami does win here, which is who I'm sort of leaning to for the Wonder of Stardom title holder, yeah. then Saya, challenge- or Saya facing Mirai here and getting the win, you know, nice little easy win back, you know, also, sort of situation. I think people need to appreciate that they gave Mirai two singles matches mm-hmm. on the show. You know, they're not high on the card, mm-hmm. but they are both singles matches. That's more than Hameka can say. That's more than Natsupoi could say. Like, really, a lot of great wrestlers don't all have singles matches, right? Yeah. So that's that's my whole point. I mean, Mayu doesn't have two singles matches. No, no, she well, does not. Hers are a little more important, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. Um, plus, you know, you have Mirai probably defeating Sayaida the night before. So she wins yeah. the night before, loses here. here. I think, I think it works here. I think she can lose to Tommy or Saya and not lose too much credibility. Yeah. So, so another special singles match Hazuki versus Momo Watanabe. Fuck. Yes. 
<laughs> this is just like I I tweeted out earlier this week. I was like, I think people are just kind of forgetting this on the show. <laughs> like they're just doing Hazuki versus Momo, and it's probably gonna kick ass. You know, they they're two wrestlers that know each other. Like they have the long history from Queen's Quest back in the day, and they're just gonna probably try to murder each other which you know sounds bad to just say on a stream with no context if you're just listening to me now but that's what they're gonna do azuki and momo is gonna be great who wins i think uh hazuki via momo dq hazuki getting the win oh you're saying by dq um well, the day before they have the tag match, we're thinking they win the tag titles, right? Momo and Starlight, so, yep. Yeah. I don't think you have Azuki lose twice. Well, I'm assuming Koga probably gets pinned, but... Yeah, but then you have, you know, Cinderella around the corner. You know, Hazuki. I also don't here. think Momo loses clean if she were to lose. Yeah, a DQ is not so, bad. A DQ or a draw or something is not bad. It's a cop-out, but, you know. Yeah, well, cop outs are, you know. Oh, wait, don't tie, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way to tie way. I mean, it should be really good, though. It's going to be one of the uh, more underappreciated matches of either day. High speed title match. Azume defending her title against Natsupoi and Kagama. Whew. A little high speed action. It's going to be exciting. I mean, Natsupoi back in the high speed division is always a win, right? Natsupoi mm-hmm. is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say she's probably the most consistent wrestler when it comes to every stardom show. I've been saying that for a while. Um, I know you're not a big Kagama fan, but she's going to fit really well into this. You know, that's the, that's the beauty of the triple threat, right? Everyone's going to have moving parts. I think Izumi walks out and still as she should. Yep. Um, but it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy they're getting a high speed title match on this show because I always call it like it's kind of like a palate cleanser in a sense of like you're gonna have a bunch of serious singles matches before this, mm-hmm. and then you're just gonna have you know like a eight minute high speed craziness. Yeah, that you're gonna be like, oh well, I'm not taking notes. Yeah, it's the cool. it's the WCW move of like let's have the luchadors yeah. on the match. Yeah, on it's card. almost always going to be good. So mm-hmm. there you go. Special singles match here. Starlight Kid versus Kyrie. I'm saying it because it's all in caps. Do we have Starlight? Kyrie's winning? I was about to say, <laughs> is, is, what what are the odds that Starlight Kid wins this match? I could see Kyrie uh, Kyrie being like, nah, Starlight's gonna win. Uh what's the odds? <laughs> They're not in her favor. No. <laughs> I'll give you that. Um I'll give her a 10% chance. I really I just I don't know how you have – I think she just turned 20. I have no idea. But either way, I think you're building Kyrie up for an eventual big title match, right, somewhere down the road mm-hmm. um, against either Saya Kamatani or Shuri or Utami. I think that's – well, the match of the Utami's the match. Like yeah. that's your that's your match of the year in terms of just names alone. Yeah. But – I think I don't think they're gonna have Kyrie lose right off the bat. I think by the time Kyrie leaves, though, stardom, Starlight Kid does get that win over Kyrie. I think this is a long term type of thing, where oh, you know, you weren't ready then, but before I leave, you were ready now. That's true. And uh, it should be great. 
we're going to see Kyrie in a singles match. She's going to get one night to get the rust off, whatever rust is there. And then she's going to fight Starlight Kid. And it should be a really, really good match. I mean, Starlight Kid's having the best run of her career right now. So, yeah. So good. Kyrie. D- DDM versus prominence. Uh, Shuri versus Julia. We're sort of saying Julia because it fits more. Julia, Micah, Himika, and Tekla versus uh, Risa Sarah, Suzu Suzuki. Akane Fujita and Mochi Miyagi. DDM. <laughs> I, I had to give Prominence one win. They're, they're not winning twice. I don't I just no, don't and see how that's possible. The night before is the easier match to Yeah, because it's I think a lot of people will understand like Risa Sarah and Suzu Suzuki are on like that level of everyone else yeah. in Starm. No offense to the other two, but they're just they're not. You know, kind of. So you just easily beat one of those two. Uh, yeah. And DDM wins. Unless dissension begins. Unless dissension, which would be bold. Maybe I maybe did pitch bold? the crazy idea that Julia actually sides with prominence and everyone just gets completely out of left field. Mm, it wouldn't bold. be that crazy, but of course, bold. you know, you'd have you'd have to have prominence pretty much agreeing to just be a stardom wrestlers, and that's not happening. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was just my like fun like imagine. Yeah. Uh wonder of stardom title match, Saya Kamatani or Utami Hayashida versus Tam Nakano. Whoever whoever's gonna win the previous night is gonna win here. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Not much more to say than that. That's that's the truth. I don't this match makes this is like the one match on either night that I'm like, really? You're like why why are you doing this? I mean, you probably want Tam in a big match because it's Tam. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of shocking, you know, because they just had so- makes me kind of think Utami's possible because Utami versus Tam would rock, uh, as we saw in the five star. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they want to run Tam and Saya back, they go crazy, I guess. Um, but yeah, Tam's not winning. So, and then your world of stardom title match Shuri or Julia, we're thinking Shuri versus Mayu Ibutani. Big match, Mayu. Big match, Mayu. No matter who she's facing, it's going to be incredible, right? Yeah. We watched Julia and Mayu have what I think is probably the best Joshi match so far this year. Maybe. I don't know how my rankings are. I'm not looking at them as we speak. But it's up there, right? They had a great match, 30-minute draw. They didn't get a winner. So you can run that back. Whore. Whore. Ryan. 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 Yeah. Shuri has very few losses in her stardom career. Yeah. And you're uh, talking to be in general, in general. Yeah. In general, especially singles. She's lost to Konami once, mm-hmm. but she's redeemed that. Mm-hmm. She lost to Zumi twice. She's redeemed both. Mm-hmm. She lost to Mayu Itani in her first ever challenge for the world of the stardom championship. She has never redeemed that. It feels like the match you got to have on this night. And it feels like the perfect main event to close out such an event. Now, I've been saying this. I would never say no to another Mayu Tani run. Of course. Ever. Of course. And this is for, and this is Shuri we're talking about. I, I was just defending how she should be champion and yada, yada, yada. Maya Yutani is probably my favorite wrestler of all time. So if she was to have one more run, I wouldn't say no. That being said, 
if Shuri gets past Julia, I think Shuri gets past Mayu. Can I do my my big galaxy brain booking brain? Put that put that tinfoil hat on. Uh huh. Yep. Shuri versus Mayu. Yep. Exactly what you talked about about redemption for that singles loss, but also if she is what did you say the woman above all or something? Uh yeah, she's. <laughs> I I wish I remembered the exact nickname. I'm just gonna say the, the woman above all. I'll just say that. Then her defending and back to my back nights would do so. Which, how do you make that you know even more clear? Is having a title change somewhere in the wonder of startup title, right? You know, have, not that person <laughs> unable to defend back to back nights. I found the nickname. Yeah. I'm the world class woman on a different level. <laughs> world class woman, WCW, on a world on a on a on a lot, another level. Uh, so her defending back to back nights successfully helps solidify that name, which yeah. means the wonder of stardom to me feels like there's going to be a title change somewhere, just so that you can better yeah. draw well, a difference between the two. Well, that's the thing. I've been very set on the someone has to lose. <laughs> Well, then I also am looking at, I'm looking at, here we go. Ready? Here's the other big brain thing. You know, Mayu and Kyrie did a little tag team match in night one. And you and I are also saying new tag team champions are Momo and Starlight. So I'm saying, why don't we just down the line somewhere do Momo and Starlight versus Mayu and Kyrie for the goddesses of starting tag team titles? I mean,. You know, I'm not saying no. <laughs> uh, Mayu, uh, I, I think this has to be clear. I mean, Mayu in any type of match is best for business. I just want to put that out there. Uh, I'm with that idea. It, it gives Listen, Mayu also something to do and Kyrie to also. Same, it's the same thing they're doing yeah. with Hazuki, which also makes sense yeah. if they're splitting them up. Then you can do the same exact thing with Kyrie and Mayu, basically. There's a lot of great matches on the show. A lot of great matches on both nights. Yeah. If Shuri and Mayu happens, guaranteed match of the show, match of the month for me. Like that's how confident I am in these two. If if that happens, if that takes place, well, that all remains to be seen. Of course, uh, Star World Climax will be happening this upcoming weekend. Um, so go and check that out. Uh, how much time do we have left on the show? Uh, well, we've been recording for over two hours, but we I also recorded the whole intro bit of us doing the AWTNT thing, the music. Yeah, so, so I don't actually count. know how when did we started. Yeah, I think we still got another fifteen minutes, honestly, at least. So okay, we'll You're- just finish it out with WrestleMania weekend indie events. Yes, so uh, WrestleMania weekend in the events. Uh, obviously, it's not happening for a full another week and two weeks, kind of. I guess. Um, Bro, we got way too much next week. We're sorry. Yeah, there's we're only a two-hour show. We got way too much, so we're gonna do a lot. We're gonna do a little bit here. I'm just gonna stroll scroll through the uh, VoicesOfWrestling.com WrestleMania weekend full schedule and just talk and just point out. Some of the events that look interesting to me that I think are good t- uh, talking points for us to have, Scotty. 
or also just matches that I'm interested about, and maybe you might also be interested about. Yeah, I only care about matches, my guy. Okay. Well, what about what about this? I don't watch full shows. What about this one? Thursday, March 31st, Glory Pro Wrestling is having their Cemetery Gates event, and the only match that's been announced uh, or that's on this list: uh, Matt Fitchett and Davey Vega versus Davey Richards and Rocky Romero. Besties in the world versus No Remorse Core. I'm there. You're not here. It seems like you're not here for this. No, I will not be watching this All match. Right. All right. Bloodsport 8 will also be happening that same day, March 31st. Uh, That's the show I'm looking forward to. Thank you. Yes. Hey, man, I'm just looking at things I might be interested in, too. Uh, so this card so far has listed um, Ninja Mac versus Yoya. All right. <laughs> Masha- <laughs> well, I don't know why Ninja Mac is here. Whatever. Masha Slamovich versus Janai Kai. Alex Coughlin versus Slade. Weird that kind of weird that Slade is in a blood sport match, but you know, whatever. Um, um, uh, John Hennigan, former John Morrison versus Simon Gotch. Um, Josh Barnett versus Jonah. Minoru Suzuki versus Chris Dickinson. John Moxley versus Biff Busick. Uh, and the other people missing, that are the other people that are scheduled to appear is you're uh, missing a match. I am missing a match. I it's not listed here. What's that missing match? Mike Bailey versus Yuya Uemura. Mike Bailey versus Yuya Uemura. Holy crap! I feel like I'm also missing Woo! a match because I remember that scheduled to appear is Timothy Thatcher, and I thought I saw a uh, uh, what that could be. Uh, but Let also for you, yeah. So Timothy Thatcher is also scheduled to appear, and also Marina Shafir. Um, Royce Isaacs versus Bad Dude Tito. Sure. Excuse me. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Wait a minute. Time out. Why does it say Yuya Uemura twice? Oh, he's wrestling twice. Bold move, Yuya. Bold move. He's wrestling Matt Mikowski as well. All right. But this show should be interesting. Minoru Suzuki. Oh, uh, Timmy Thatcher versus J.R. Kratos. There we go. That's that's real good. That's real good. Um, this match, I mean, it's Bloodsport 8. There's a uh, bottom of the card is typically pretty good. Minoru Suzuki versus Chris Dickinson, Josh Burnett versus Jonah, Moxley versus Biff Busick. That should all be very strong matches. Hennigan versus Gotch should be interesting. Ninja Mac is weird, <laughs> but you know, it's Bloodsport. You know, sometimes you get the grapple fuck stuff, some st- sometimes you get like solid, violent wrestling thing. Uh, maybe, maybe what about, what if, what if William Regal showed up in John Mox's corner? That could be fun. That's a nice little, uh, blood sport, you know, cylindrical storytelling. Um, uh, Biff Busick versus, uh, Moxley will be the match of the show. You're not, not even Suzuki or Dickinson. That'll be great too, but I don't know if you've seen Biff since he's left I have. WWE, but my guy has been on a tear mm-hmm. and Moxley's really good at the blood sport stuff. So it's going to be one of those two matches, I guess. Um, Barnett versus Jonah probably will be oddly good too. I, I agree. Uh, other shows on this date on Thursday, March 31st, AAA invades WrestleCon. Just quickly going over here. We got a, uh, uh, a top of the card. We have Psycho Clown versus Black Taurus. Triple A Cruiserweight title match, Laredo Kid versus Bandito versus Flamita. There's a no DQ match with Pagano, Drago Kid, and Jack Cartwheel versus Sam Adonis, Gringo Loco, and Puma King. 
Does that mean Gringo Loco is part of the uh, that faction, Sam Adonis and Puma King? Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, there's also an NWA tag team title match, Mecha Wolf and Bestia 666 versus Aerostar and Drago. So, And there's other matches as Pretty well. Pretty good card. Yeah, no. I like, I like the first couple of matches a lot. If I was going to WrestleMania weekend, I would go to this show uh, yeah. just because it's AAA. Like, when when am I ever yeah. going to see a AAA show, you know? Right. And, uh, I believe a lot of WrestleCon shows are going to be airing on Fight. I believe so. Same thing if the GCW shows are also airing on Which Fight. Which is great because there is one WrestleCon show that is out of this world. That is true. Um, a couple other stuff here, but I'm just gonna skip it until I find something interesting. MLW is doing intimidation games, so that's you know that's something. MLW have a taping. Um, Reality of Wrestling is also having a little show here too. Looks like they're saying that uh, Rob Van Dam is gonna be on the show. I'm sorry, what? Oh, you can buy the seven four uh seventy four ninety nine WrestleCon bundle. There we go. Uh, also happening this Thursday, Control Your Narrative Awakening, baby! Get, <laughs> Get into it! Here. No. Get into it. Uh, oh. Nothing announced for him, apparently, yet. Good. Uh, Joey Danella's Spring Break 6 Part anyone that 1. Go, I, no, I want to say, anyone that goes to that show, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna blame you yet, because maybe you're just going out of Maybe you're just wondering, right? Because we've only seen one. Yeah. But I'm wondering. Okay, so I'm not going to judge you, but I I might a little bit. I wouldn't go to the show. No, I wouldn't. I'm just wondering. Yeah. um, If you're going, I guess enjoy. (laughs) You know, you got to take I'm not watching it. Yeah. Joe Janela's Spring Break 6, part one. This is pretty much the the main show. They removed the, the clusterfuck of, completely. The multiverse of matches is at ten. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, this <gasps> is kind of honor. Hey, hey, focus, focus up. We're going through matches. Sorry, here. sorry. I'm looking at the lineup, and we're I doing it. We're looking at the lineup right now. Six Spring I'm not, Break six eight p.m. <laughs> uh, what's announced so far is GCW Ultra Violent Championship. Alex Colon versus John Wayne Murdoch. As I understand, as they've been doing that rivalry for a while. Uh, Joey Janela versus X Pac. And GCW World Championship match, John Moxley versus AJ Gray. I'll watch that match. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm probably sure not going to watch X Pac. Well, what's interesting, so. Me too. I've also heard, you know, there was a while ago because of the, the Hammerstein that Nick Wayne wasn't going to be, you know, Nick Wayne wasn't going to be at Hammerstein. So Joe Janela was going to do everything in his power to have whoever wrestler he wanted. And he wanted Osprey. And Janela was like, sure, we'll do that. That match hasn't been announced yet. You know, just... Just saying. Just saying. Interesting. Interesting. The Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show, uh, 9 p.m. on this Thursday. We're going to have Bandito versus Mike Bailey, Mark and Jay Briscoe versus Homicide and Low-Key. We also got Biff Busick versus Minoru Suzuki. Other people announced for this show... Uh, Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton, the Rock and Roll Express, Jonathan Gresham, John Morrison, Tomohiro Ishii, Laredo Kid, Black Tauros, Ray Horus, uh, Onita is, is, is scheduled for the show. Uh, so this should be an insane card when it gets fully yeah. filled out. Yeah. Um, so Ryan, Ryan, this is kind of like just a overall WrestleMania weekend question for you. Yeah. Cause we're in it. We're in the thick of it. How many shows do you think you're going to buy? 
because I'm looking at it right now, and I'm gonna want to watch at least a couple of them live. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna watch probably a decent amount after the fact because mm-hmm. I can't watch them all. I just can't watch them all. I'm thinking Super Card of Honor. I'm definitely buying mm-hmm. just because the AEW aspect. Yeah. Um, maybe a couple collective shows. Yeah. Um, I feel I just realize I'm saying this as if like people are hearing me like how are you not gonna buy them and watch them? <laughs> I would probably I, get, I would probably get the memorial show. Sure. Yeah, yeah. If I too. could, if I can get a hand on the AAA show, I might also watch that. Uh, you can. I know every year, and I know uh, I'm it's also on fight. I'm gonna go it's in on the. I'm gonna go in on the deal probably with Mikey and Zach of Indie Waters. Uh, they're gonna review a lot of the collective. So they're I know for a fact that they're probably getting the fight collective uh package like they did last year. And your boy yeah. your boy is gonna get in on that deal. You know he is. Well, I'm not, so I have to <laughs> Well Yeah, I wanna maybe that's something we figure out is that we wanna uh Maybe we should think of some sort of package here. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's also the WrestleCon one, maybe. That's something I've been also thinking about is maybe we can fire find a way to do like uh a, a a count out fight uh subscription that uh Dude, any anyone there, can uh anyone can have the login that's in count out there are so many matches yeah uh Why would someone pay 13 dollars to watch the major wrestling figure podcast live? <laughs> <laughs> continue Dude, swoggle might show up uh, he's on the poster so maven not- maven man maven I like how we suddenly care about Maven. <laughs> yeah, as if like use this big draw. Uh, GCW Planet Death is also going to have a show at 11.59 p.m. Uh, only thing certain out so far is uh, Reed versus Hoodfoot, Akira versus Cole Radrick, and Sadika versus Jim. What's the- <laughs> is his name Hookfoot? Hoodfoot. Oh, Hoodfoot. Hookfoot is... Like, it's, Hookfoot. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, that's taken. Um... <laughs> Now, there's also uh, JCW versus LA Fights, you know, the, a, a GCW developmental territory thing. Or uh, as I like to call, La Fights. Dark Sheik versus Charles Mason, Juicy Finale versus Big Vin, B-Boy versus Grim Reefer. So far announced. Uh, my girlfriend, uh, you, you remember we, before we started the show, you know how Jesse was t- complaining that I have too many debit cards? Uh, she just texted me saying, please, for the love of God, I'm begging you, get rid of all your old debit cards. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, but apparently it is. Um, oh, this is on Friday, April 1st. Uh, there's the For the Culture GCW event. For the Culture 3. Friday. Uh, yeah, I got to Friday. Here we go. I mean, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm blasting through here. Hoodfoot versus Billy Dixon. Two Cold Scorpio versus Brian Keith. I love that look for Brian Keith. AJ Gray versus Darius Lockhart. Um, you know, maybe that's a NWA junior heavyweight situation there. Uh, Shane Taylor Promotions versus the Hitmakers. So we have O'Shea Edwards and Shane Taylor versus uh, AJ Francis and uh, Ashante the Adonis or whatever their names are. Uh, also scheduled to appear is Trisha Dora in some capacity. Um, Did you see that uh, Swerve was with them yesterday? In at a Sw- MCW in Maryland? Yeah. I mean, you were asking last week, like, why wasn't Swerve going with them? He, he still likes them, I guess. Well, he likes the but money. Yeah, he likes I, the payday, I'm, probably. 
I am not watching the Hitmakers. I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm 100 percent watching. I know it. you are. Well, I'm also I'm a big fan of Shane Taylor and O'Shea Edwards. Which, by the way, I don't know if you heard. Uh, uh, they tweeted out, but it looks like Tony Deppin and O'Shea and Shane Taylor are not coming back for Ring of Honor. They haven't gotten a call yet, so <laughs> that's kind of upsetting. <laughs> but just want to let that. Oh, let Tony, that Tony, Tony. Oh, Tony, Tony, Tone. Well, we know Joey Janelle isn't either, so. Uh, also, this Friday, there's going to be Zicky Dice's... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Per uh, Del- Denise Salcedo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got you got to get that. You got to put that uh, that credit in there. You know, you got to cite your sources. I didn't, watch, I didn't watch the interview, uh, but I did see, like, a lot of the quotes from it. And uh, it does sound like that uh, Joey just was like, yeah, I'm not resigning, but they never said anything to me, so that's probably why I'm not. And I was like... Yeah. Well, no offense, Joey. They've moved on from like, and and he's mostly only been doing GCW anyways. Yeah. Um. Plus, yeah, I had no interest in watching the interview. Uh, no, because, I'm not a Joey because Joey, Denise yeah. uh, tweeted out the big news item <laughs> from it, so I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> got what I needed. <laughs> um, Zicky Dice's Trouble in Paradise Two is happening. Uh, MLW as Tekka Underground is happening. The only people scheduled to appear are yes. The only people scheduled to appear right now are Cesar Durant and Microman. Do you know who Microman is? I've learned. Yes. Yep. Yep. Zello Pro is having an event. <laughs> New Japan Lone Star Shootout. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, happening on Friday, April 1st at. Are 6 we going to talk PM about that next week or this week? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week because there'll probably be more matches announced for next week. That and Supercard. Supercard of Honor is happening. This I learned Friday that as well. I, I had no idea the New Japan show was live until like the other day. Really, this one is live. Is Windy City? Is. is Windy City Ride also live? I assume that is. Uh, yes, that is going to be live on New Japan World. I don't think Lone Star Shootout will be on New Japan World, though. I no, think that's Fight TV only. Yeah, or I they might do the same thing they did last time, where it's like you. The English commentary is fight TV. You know, I will watch it on New Japan World if it's on there. Um, also, that Friday, Gringo Loco's World on Lucha. Uh, I would argue probably one of the best cards yeah. for GCW's collective. Uh, if this is it's if exciting. there's anything to watch, I would definitely say this. You got Psycho Johnny Caballero. Johnny Caballero. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got uh, uh, Psychosis versus Tony Deppin. Johnny Caballero and versus Jack Cartwheel, uh, a Lucha Extreme match: Pagano versus Sadika, Sadika, uh, and another Lucha Extreme match: Psycho Clan versus Doctor Wagner Jr. I can't wait for that match. Me neither. <laughs> Holy I thought crap. you just said versus Sciatica. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's something <laughs> that's really not good. Yeah, Pagano's just gonna be in the ring, and his back is gonna be in pain. <laughs> that's it. Well, well, maybe it actually could happen. Maybe. Uh, other stuff announced uh, Laredo Kid will be on the co- show Drago Kid ASF Demonic Flamita and Abismo Negro Jr. along with one of the announcers Hugo Hugo is going to be there I think former WWE announcer right oh yeah Hugo is going to be there <laughs> uh, DFW is having an event Smackdown who cares No Peace Underground Smackdown Impact Wrestling <laughs> <laughs> Smackdown. <laughs> Who the fuck calls their show Smackdown? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell? Oh my god. 
Impact Multiverse of Matches. That card's not fully announced, right? Uh, I'm looking up on. Can you, can you look up on Cage Match right on here? They don't have any matches, but I feel like they announced the match at least one. Oh, oh, I got you. I got you right now. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go to Impact's Twitter because that's probably a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> cage. Go to cage the, Match fails. Go to their. Uh, go to their uh, website, and they'll probably get a lot of it. Oh my God! What are you doing? Why do you tweet about your entire show? Why would anyone watch it when you put every fucking clip online? Um, Jesus. Uh, scheduled to appear so far, obviously, um, impact roster members. Oh, here we go. We got, uh, oh man, we got a couple matches. You ready for this? You ready for this? Hit me. You want to just preview this now? They have a, they have a full card for the most part. Sure. Uh, so we got a champ champ challenge. Diana Perrazzo, uh, baby, you know, does her thing. She does her thing. So wait, hold on. Someone what? Hold on. There, she, yes, the Ring of Honor World title. Yes, she is not at the Ring of Honor show. Yeah, That's right. Correct. Is she not at the Ring well, of Honor? Well, she could show? be. This show's at ten. She, yeah, I guess she could make it, assuming she's still the champ. Champ. If they want, if they, well, the the Ring of Honor shows before it. So the Ring of Honor show says it's at seven. Multiverse of or eight. Multiverse of Madness is at ten. So same area. She can make it. Probably she could do both. She could defend the Ring of Honor world title. I I mean, I guess they probably have to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that it will be champ champ challenge. Oh, right, right. Chris Saban versus Switchblade Jay White. Whew. Yeah, baby. Ryan, Ryan. Eddie Edwards versus Tomohiro Ishii. <laughs> <laughs> oh man they, they had the audacity right <laughs> to put the pro wrestling noah logo <laughs> next to eddie edwards <laughs> <laughs> ryan ryan are you ready for this one yeah hit me the return of ultimate x yeah baby always good and for now the main event uh, because I don't know what the main event is. The Good Brothers versus the Briscoe Brothers. Oh. I have no idea how. So they must have to book that early in the show as well because they're fighting FTR that same day. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. must be like, what the hell am I dealing with here? <laughs> Well, here's here's an idea. You know, here this is interesting. This is interesting. You know, FTR. I'm interested. With the whole news about the Briscoes not getting wanted to be signed by AEW, what if the Briscoes going to impact? Briscoes lose the Ring of Honor World Titles and in the same night That's funny. win the Impact Titles. Um, Alex asked me last night who you know, he doesn't really watch uh he mostly just watches Joshi, but he texted me said, or messaged me on whatever and said, what's the last good Briscoes match? I need to see if they're still good. <laughs> and he goes, is it the OGK one? I was like, I couldn't think of another one. So yeah. It has <laughs> yeah. <to> be. <laughs> He's like, oh, so they might not be good. I was like, I mean, they're well, good. When, they're I, solid. when I put it that way, yeah. <laughs> but it would have yeah. to be that one. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do. I mean, they're fighting FTR. That's the only, we only have two matches for that ring of honor show. That's wild. Three, I believe. Oh, uh, uh Swerve and Alex Zane, right? Yes. 
Um, in the Briscoes' defense, they've been wrestling in GCW for the last bit. So, um, I remember their uh, world, the world on GCW match, and it was two packs of ass. <laughs> but is that the was that the Briscoes' fault? No, no. That's my point. No. Uh, Saturday, April second, Joey Janela Spring Break Part Six, Part Two. I did not realize. I, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you just say part six, part two? I stumbled over <laughs> my words. It's spring break six, part two. I thought uh, part two was just the clusterfuck, but it turns out there's actual matches on the show. Uh, and uh, so far announced, we have Chris Dickinson versus Matt Cardona. And get ready, strap in, boy howdy match of the week, Minoru Suzuki versus Effie. <laughs> unstrapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I mean Effie is a great seller I think he's a great worker but you know of all Who people the fuck lost to Jeff Jarrett <laughs> <laughs> get ready to bleed and lose to Minoru Suzuki Effie um, I'm gonna watch it I'm gonna be interested to see what happens but yeah uh, NXT stand in the liver will be happening at 11 a.m. are we gonna talk about that next week uh, yeah we'll talk about that next week um there's a bunch of other reality of wrestling is having a sherry martell classic uh uh where it's a tournament a a women's tournament here's some here's some here's some of your matches here we got insidious one versus promise braxton aqa versus rochelle rose that's interesting i really like that gg ray versus high end what's that when aqa signed with AEW, and i haven't seen her since yep yep (laughs) Danny B versus Vert Vixen, Kelsey Reagan versus Micah Madrid, Jasmine Allure versus Amber Rodriguez, Erica Torres versus Skylar Slice, Jordan Blue versus Heather Monroe. So if you want to see a women's tournament, uh, you got one right there for you, folks. Let's go check that Isn't out. Mission Pro doing one too? Uh, if they are, I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> uh, WrestleCon is also doing USA versus the world. Uh, they haven't announced any matches yet. Uh, awesome. FA, Effie's Big Gay Brunch is happening right up against looks like stand and deliver so that should be fun that who doesn't be, love brunch who doesn't love brunch baby um uh, effie's big oh, gay brunch shoot three or four at this point i don't know the mission pro show has a good match well we'll get so. to it when we get to it uh Sorry. uh big gay brunch four is gonna have uh Pretty in Pink versus Ashton Starr and AC Mack versus Main Street Posse versus Devin Moore and Brooke Valentine. Maxi Impaler versus Edith Surreal. Jay Vidal versus Carlos Romo. Uh, Dark Sheik versus Pero. And Effie versus Pippinella Escalarta. Escalarta? I think that's how you pronounce it. But yeah. Uh, other people announced for the show are Polo De Mar, Kita Murray. Kita Murray from New Japan, honestly. And Kid Bandit. Cool. Um, a bunch of other stuff. I like Kid Bandit. There we go. Mission Pro Wrestling Bangers Only. Is that, that the one? be a banger on this show. Uh, <laughs> is this the one you were talking about? Because this one, I don't have a card in front of me. Uh, I got it right here. I got it right here. Hit me. Look at that. Um, I don't know who some of these people are. <laughs> That's fine. I'm JP out. Harlow versus Ali Ketch. Yeah, no, not chance. <laughs> okay. All La right. Rosa Negra versus Jody Threat. That uh, all right? That's pretty good. Holly Dead versus Lufisto. That should be a big uh, Hoss match. Bougie Reality sure. <laughs> versus Kylan King and Genocide. Sure. The 
Hex and Laney Luck versus Renegade Twins. Oh, I like them. And uh, Jasmine Allure. Okay. Janai Kai versus Tasha Steeles. Okay. Masha Slamovich versus Lindsay Snow. Oh, Lindsay Snow's back. Yeah, and the match that I thought was the banger was Thunder Rosa versus Trish Adora. Yeah, that's there's your banger right there. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Holly Dead is also the uh, uh, Mission Pro Wrestling Champion, so I assume that oh, that's going to be a title match. I don't know match. if that's a title match or not. Um, it is not. Mm, maybe maybe we'll get listed. Per the right? graphic. Yeah. Um, there we go. I'm excited about that. Excited about that. Um, what else do we got here? On Section Pro is having a show called Mulligan. Uh, maybe not a great name for a show. Uh, <laughs> WrestleMania Night One. We'll preview that next week. Um, I'm just looking around just to see if there's anything else interesting. Not really. Not really. Not really. Sunday, April three. Black Label Pro is having a show called Norm. You didn't say WrestleMania. <laughs> I did say WrestleMania. I said we'll do that next week. Oh. Uh, Black Label Pro is doing a show called Norm. We have Faces of Fear, whoever that is, versus Work Horseman. I think we Faces of Fear. Is that? Hold on. Can you look up who Faces of Fear is? Uh, Sure. (laughs) I'm looking at the graphic, and it looks like Faces of Fear is Haku and somebody else. (laughs) There's a lot of tag teams called Faces of Fear. Career. Oh. Oh. Who are they? <laughs> so I'm looking at that picture. It's like, is that Haku? I, think I found it. <laughs> is that Haku? It is Mang and the Barbarian? Yeah. <laughs> Mang and the Barbarian versus JD Drake and Anthony Henry. I also- Haku is 63 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw earlier today that I think it was Effie versus Charlie Haas is also happening on the show. All right. That's nice. All right. Uh, Texas Mania is having a bunch of different things. It looks like, like, it looks like I heard about this is that a bunch of like local Texas indies are getting together to do like one venue, the St. Jude Hall in Arlington, Texas, and they're just running it over and over again, all working together to make a bunch of money. So there's, if you want to check that out, Texas Mania 3 is what they're calling it. It's just a bunch of local indies. WrestleMania Night 2 is happening as well. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> you know, you guys. That's pretty much it. That was a lot of wrestling. <laughs> that's a lot of wrestling. Um, uh, oh, going back to those bundles. You have the collective that will get you, you know, all your classic GCW stuff. It's going to get you Black Label Pro, uh, Glory Pro, Unsanctioned Pro, Mission Pro. That's going to get you all that stuff. Fight Fest bundle. Oh, I should say the GC Collective bundle is $139.99. The Fight Fest bundle, which includes uh, New Japan Lone Star Shootout, AAA Invades WrestleCon, Impact Multiverse of Madness, um, the the uh, the aforementioned uh, uh, figures podcast taping, the USA versus. Uh, um, the world and also the memorial show uh that bundle is $75 74.99 Ugh. i would say that's a pretty good bundle honestly well good news is that this time 
this, this year I actually have a job to pay for this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait. I took off these three days, right? I took off these three days to enjoy me some wrestling. I'm very excited. Thankfully, I'll have my podcast that I usually record on Fridays done. Yeah. So it's pretty much going to be on wrestling. Um, that's that's exciting. Uh, did we talk GCW Planet Death? Did I miss that? Yeah, we, we did. I blew through it. There was only that was the one of Hoodfoot. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I thought. Listen, you said so many GCW shows. I probably just that's fair. They all mesh together in my head. I do want to shout this out though, because I think it's the probably the most important non wrestling event that's happening this weekend. Uh, Thursday, March 31st at the Hamilton Theater in Hamilton City, Texas at 8 p.m. You can get tickets right now to see live in concert Ron Killings. R-Truth himself is going to be performing. So go check out Ron Killings live in concert, baby. (laughs) I, this is going to sound so stupid. I completely forgot that WrestleMania was in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking of like, why is our truth in Texas? I just want to get in on this indie stuff. And then I was like, wait a minute. That's the whole point of the weekend. (laughs) So you're welcome. There's a great laugh for you that I forgot why the collective is happening where it is. Um, how do you feel about? I think it's smart that all these um companies take advantage of WrestleMania being in town. I think it's a great idea. I, I think it's something that if if you are a wrestling fan, it is I a am. it is a <laughs> it is a a premier like vacation spot sort of thing of going seeing a bunch of wrestling. I did the collective in 2020. I was, we were planning me, Mikey and Zach were planning on going to the collective. We had our tickets and everything. And that was in Florida. I think that was in Tampa or Orlando or whatever it was. Um, We were planning on going and that's, and then, yeah, things happen. Mikey was real excited to see Minoru Suzuki versus orange Cassidy. Um, Wild. Yeah, that was that show. That was that event. Uh, and then Minoru's on AEW. Yeah. Maybe or Ishii or maybe Tomohiro. Um, yeah, did you did, time out? Did you say maybe Ishii or Tomohiro? Yeah, the same guy. <laughs> That's true. Um, I think it's like it, it is like this premiere spot. Like we were planning on going and everything, and then COVID pushed it back, and then we went to Indiana. <laughs> for the collective and but it's great i mean you get it's tiring and you're watching a lot of wrestling but it's a lot of wrestling and it's great and you know not every match i like wrestling me too <laughs> that's here's the thing about the collective that you need to know if you're going one it's a lot of fun but two you gotta watch your voice you gotta drink a lot of water because you're going to strain your voice on night one and not be ready and not have a voice for the rest of the show that happened to both mikey and zach you can't cheer for everything constantly or you're not gonna have a voice whatsoever um the other thing is guy hmm? that's can i be that guy that said a lot of the collective last year wasn't very good and it's because they were in florida and it was very hot out and they did everything outdoors what was that one was that the one where gino medita like threw up or something was that gino yes Yeah. yeah they had someone puke they had a ring break 
Yeah. Was, someone was someone puked. Time. I think they puked on the Your Dose of Death podcast logo that was on the ring ring apron. That is no offense, kind of <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember Lauren and I having a good laugh about that. I think um, that's actually better. Like the, the <laughs> yeah. it's uh, disgusting, but you know. The other thing about the collective, also, and just not just the collective, but the entire week ending. Like we just call it the collective, even though that's a GCW branded thing. Like the thing about it is, oh well, is like you got to remember is that you know these you're not going to get you know four star most of the time you're not going to get four star matches. Um, depending Damn it, Ryan, depends on the that's show. All I want <laughs> depends on the show. But, you know, you also got to remember, like, a lot of these wrestlers are taking booking after booking because they're making as much money as possible this weekend. So by time Sunday or Saturday rolls around, some of these wrestlers have wrestled, like, eight matches in two days. So you got to remember, like, not every match is going to be great. But if it's, like, a premiere show, like I would say Spring Break Sixes, like a blood sport, like the memorial show for WrestleCon, even AAA, that's going to be pretty good, I think. If it's a premiere show, I expect people putting in work, and so those are the spots you definitely want to make sure to watch. Events, events that like if you're if they're assigned to a company, they're going to make sure to work hard in that that company. Yeah, um, I like it. I, I but I've always liked it. I, I, I've always. I'm wanted about to, to be that guy that says I'm more excited for the non-collective shows, but that's always me. Yeah. I'm really excited for Ring of Honor. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea what's going to happen. That's why I'm probably so excited for it. Uh, I do want to check before we wrap this up. I want to see how their ticket sales are doing. I saw it was in the Discord. I knew they were doing great last time I checked. They've sold o- over half, which is a weird, yeah, they, weird thing they to were say. On, they are on pace to sell out. How do I look at this? Do I want to see this? Uh, maybe. Um, I mean, there's... Uh, no seats available. I know in the, I know in the Discord, the Countout Discord, which uh, everyone should join. By the way, go go join it. They've sold out all of their um, ringside seats, mm-hmm. which is a good start for Ring of Honor. Uh, Sean posted in the Discord uh, wrestle uh, the WrestleTix screenshot, so I'm looking at that. Uh, WrestleTix said that as of this is three eighteen, so two days ago. Um, they distributed uh, 1,100 tickets out of a capacity of 1,800 seats. So, and they had 729 tickets. So they definitely sold more than half. I don't know what the the what percentage of it is. That is 61% tickets sold at the time of two days ago. So you know, obviously, it's probably sold a little bit more since then. They've since then they've announced the Briscoes versus FTR, which is AAA versus ring of honor by the way um so that since then they've announced that so i'm sure they've sold more tickets since then yeah i mean there is a difficult part right where they only have two matches announced but but ryan Mm -hmm. they're two really good matches three matches Oh, I keep forgetting that Swerve and Alexander. But, but I love it. But also, Swerve and Alexander is happening. So I'm I'm a massive Swerve fan, as you guys know. Um, so I'm very excited for that. Now that you keep reminding me, I just keep thinking of the title matches. So um, no worries. Which is I don't blame you. Know, cool. 
Well, I think that's it for this show. I mean, we'll, we're going to talk about a lot more next week as well. A lot of reviewing, yeah. a lot of previewing. Big show if next week. If anyone wants the lineup, I started to put it together here for next week. Um, we got Stardom World Climax Review, which hopefully Ryan sees day one. Um, I will be seeing both, so I will be having to carry that while also exhausted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. WrestleMania preview, of course, because that is the event of the weekend, even if we don't want to admit it. That's why it's all happening, to be fair. Without WrestleMania, none of this happens. So thank you, Vince. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, NXT stand and deliver preview with the main event being Dolph Ziggler. Versus Braun Breaker. That show happens at 1 p.m. Eastern uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. A, mat- a matinee showing? I did see. I'm actually looking forward to that. I think that'll be an easy watch probably. Mm-hmm. I've learned recently that if you skip through a lot of, like if you watch NXT 2.0 for like the very few things you enjoy, it's not that bad because they do have some good aspects still. They do have some terrible things, but they still have some good wrestling. That's right, folks. Scotty Edwards says that if you sk- if you don't watch more than half of NXT, it's not that bad. <laughs> They're doing a ladder match, by the way. I learned mm-hmm. six yep. person ladder match. They also teased Rey Mysterio versus Santos Escobar this week. So, uh, New Japan Lone Star preview we will be doing next week, and of course, Ring of Honor Super Card of Honor number that i don't know preview <laughs> yeah just super card of honor i guess um i think that's it i think that's oh 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 new japan cup finals by the way yeah happens that sunday as well that i'm morning. going to try to squish that in before the recording i think if we delay it 30 minutes i can do it yeah we might have to delay the show just next week just a little bit so that one starter world climax night two but then as well finals that you know, yeah, we gotta get we gotta get those finals, and we don't. We wanna... also could we also could split the work, and you watch Stardom, and I watch the finals. Okay, well, you know I'm gonna end up watching both. I, I know, and you also know I'm gonna end up watching Stardom. So, but but I'm just saying that in terms of the podcast, that might also be an idea. Yeah, uh, New Japan Cup Finals review. Man, yeah. so we got a lot big show next week. So if you want to make sure you're oh. following. Subscri- we got to do the Cinderella too. Cinderella tournament as well, baby. Right. I think we just have to be prepared for a long one next week. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make sure to catch it all, uh, make sure you're subscribing to ring post radio on all podcast platforms, wherever you get it. If you're watching this, excuse me, live on Twitch <laughs> on YouTube, wherever there's a QR code right there that you can go to and subscribe, uh, whether it be YouTube uh, or whether it be uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever uh, podcasts are found, you can find us, Ring Post Radio. You follow Twitter at CannotPod. Uh, join the Discord. Join the Discord. If we can, con- You can continue the conversations that we had on this show on the uh, uh, Count at Discord. There's a Ring Post Radio channel, uh, so come join us. And, can- and if we had bad takes, we had good takes. If it's something you said, thought of something else. I've never had a it. bad take. That's correct. <laughs> Um, <laughs> then you, uh, then, uh, go, go join the discord. Uh, there's a link tree in the count pod Twitter profile. I'm going to put together a bitly at some point that might help. So I can just say bitly dot bit dot L Y slash CO discord. Probably. I don't know. 
We'll get there when we get there. Scotty, what is your boy howdy match of the week? My boy howdy match of the week. Uh, so I'm going to give my like one that ran away with it, but also one I think everyone should go watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm starting to do this now like with big weeks because this past week and today and tomorrow are big uh, wrestling weeks in Japan, I've noticed. Yep. Um, so which I'll be able to give more next week because I haven't been able to watch them all yet. Uh-huh. Uh, but Mio Yamashita versus Shoko Nakajima, the main event of Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling's Grand Princess in Ryogoku Sumo Hall uh, for the Princess of Princess Championship. I think that match was fantastic. One of the best TJPW matches in history. Ooh. One of, not not like they don't have that many, but Mio Yamashita happens to be in all of them. Um, not a coincidence there, and the match that I think everyone should go out and see. I was praising New Japan Strong earlier today. I think everyone should go and watch Ren Narita versus Buddy Matthews. Uh, that was the last match I watched last night. Very good. Um, Buddy Matthews is real. Did you watch Rampage this week? Yep. <laughs> when he murdered Michael Del Sol with that knee, I leaped out of my chair. I was like, oh, my God, this match wasn't supposed to be anything. And he just destroyed Fuego. But uh, Red Narita is ready, mm-hmm. if anyone didn't get that from the Shibata match. Uh, he is ready to go. And I think this was one of his best performances yet on Strong. And Buddy Matthews is great. I enjoy Buddy Matthews. I think he gets flack for no reason. Um, I think he's very good. So definitely check that out. Oh, follow me on Scotty Wrestling. Sorry. Perfect. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Knightsey. Uh, sort of a chalk, chalk decision here. Chalk. Uh, uh, my boy Howdy <laughs> match of the week. Uh, speaking about boy Howdy, it's going to be that six-man tag from Dynamite. Adam Page, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus versus Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. Really good. It feels so long ago. I forgot that happened. Yeah, that was Wednesday, my dude. Interesting. Interesting. Nobody said the steel cage match. I'm not shocked. <laughs> yeah, kind of a disappointment, and we didn't really talk about it too much. But you know, kind of, I, a, kind of. A I saw some people say it was a great match. I was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it, was, it was fine. Yeah, it was. Ju- it's just not what. It's not what anyone wanted it to be. And I think, no. I think, to be fair, maybe we have to stop um, comparing it to the uh, undis- the lights out match. I think that might have just been a, you know, thing in the bottle, flash in the pan, flash in the pan thing. Because I do think that the steel cage match was the best Brit and Thunder interaction that they've had in all of their matches since Lights Out. But it just yeah. no, none of it, none of it holds a candle to the Lights One Out. I think that just might be a flash, flash in the pan, like I you agree. said, which is kind of a disappointment. I but agree. Whatever. But now Thunder Rosa gets to move on. Britt Baker will move on. We have a new champion, and that's all good and dandy. Uh, yeah, what a what a good show. Next week we might you know pass out because there's so much to talk about, but it's okay because the, the week after gets worse. <laughs> Next week we'll be, the week after we talk about WrestleMania, baby, and we'll be talking about Cody Rhodes. Yeah, how are we gonna do that? I don't know. We'll we'll figure that later. This show is already long enough, so we'll figure it out next time. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> See ya. This has been a Countout Podcast.